The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Where the hell did that start, do you suppose? Is it come up? <laughs> Wait, Mike, check. Mike, check. Uh, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, four, they, five, six, seven. They come up to lick the milk from the baby's mouth. I, I, guess, I guess, yeah. But again, but, but is it possible that a cat actually sucked the breath no. out of a baby? I mean, that's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever... <laughs> Babies usually had milk yeah, residue. Yeah, feeding, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's true. Anyway, hello, Herp. Hey, are we on YouTube and Facebook and everything? Oh, my Welcome goodness. to Cat Talk. It's Cat Talk with a kid. Kimmer Cat talk right here with Pete Davis, <laughs> sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. Holy crap, it's sports later today, I'm guessing. Already did it. Already did it because we have the Braves game this Braves afternoon. Game later. And uh, we had, of course, as soon as I did it, they, every they single time. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I signed off, I fouled it, I posted it, I went and sat on the couch, and Bruce Souter died. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> you know, and, and by, now I don't know anything. I, I don't know anything more about that. Do you? What happened? No, How old no. was he? He was 69. I mean, that's uh, just ridiculous. You didn't say, was it a heart thing or they cancer? Say, I, I, I didn't I don't It have didn't no seem idea. to be a surprise because they had a long old bit ready to roll, but. Wow. I don't know. 69. Holy smoke. I tell you, after Mariano Rivera, I think he was the best closer ever, to tell you the truth. Well, and he was the best until Mariano showed up. Well, he's he's the name. He was one of the first names you would think of as a as a guy in that Hammond, position. Eckersley, Raleigh Fingers, yeah. some of the first guys. Lee Smith, you knew Lee Smith. I, I knew Lee Smith. Big he was in, oh my God, he he used to scary. try to scare the crap out of me when I was at Wrigley Field Big covering the, the Cubs. I mean, I, honest to God, I'd be, I'd be talking to some, and he'd come up and just do that, you know, kind of that elbowing me out of the way and kind of you know shot me. He was just me. <laughs> it was all, almost as bad as Jilly or whoever uh, Frank Sinatra's bodyguard. Yeah. Was Shove me out of the way when I try to stick a mic in his face. All the way, puny white man. <laughs> oh, Aside. You you are. Make way. Make a haul. <laughs> and Walter Payton goosed me on the uh, practice field did. at Bears uh, practice field in, uh, outside Chicago. Uh, and then laughed like hell when I jumped about a foot in the air. Uh, anyway, hi, uh, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Happy Friday. It's uh, Friday, uh, the uh, uh, 14th of October. Podcast number 486. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm, uh, I'm three away from 500. Are you for Holy yeah. Grab of Sports? Yeah. Outstanding. Uh, and one more a quick sport. And we'll talk sports a little bit later on, but on the podcast, did you, uh, uh, Stryker's going to pitch. Yep. Strider. Uh, I call him Stry Captain Stryker. Uh, and there was some debate about it. Stryker. And, and uh, I'm glad to see it. He, he's been out for, for three uh, weeks. He hasn't thrown a ball. And, and but he completely mastered the Phillies this year. He was their their boss. And and now, gosh darn it, 
if he's if he goes four innings, you know you don't know how long he's going to go. Yeah, well, he's, if, 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 unless he's totally healed, and I then don't it's want just, him straining it again I either. Know. But he, he has such an easy delivery. That's what gets him. Is it doesn't look like he's throwing hard. I know, and he's, anyway, he's not I, a big guy. No, I know it. I mean, he, it's like he, I mean, he looks more like a, a pitcher with that you know that uh, porn mustache from the seventies. You know, I love that guy. If I had if I could have a mustache that was that cool, I that's never, what I'd do. Ever grow one like that? Never. <laughs> well, I never. think it'd be cool. I think it'd be outstanding. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The mechanical mangler at the controls, Flounder here at El Condo Flounder uh, for our uh, fabulous uh, Friday. It's a letter up Friday. Anything goes. Of course, every podcast is like that. We have a whole bunch of newsy things to talk about. Uh, we'll be talking about um, uh, some personal stuff. Also, uh, Herschel Walker, big debate tonight. Uh, suddenly, the Democrats say we should close the border, <laughs> as though they, they apparently think now that it is actually open. Uh, FBI caught in more lies, as along with the Department of Homeland Security dweeb and our a remark about, <coughs> excuse me, about now I, how I realized he got away with actually uh, saying factual things when he blamed uh, racists for the border incident on horseback. But it wasn't true at all, but he got away with it because what he said was actually true. Um, Biden, th- President showers with daughter should be impeached for the same thing he did that he claimed Donald Trump did, for which they did impeach Donald Trump when he talked with Ukraine and said, if you don't do this, I'll do this. And uh, they impeached him. And Biden's doing the same thing with Saudi Arabia. And everybody loves him for standing up to the Saudi Arabias. I mean, it's just uh, this country. Honest to God, I'm so ashamed of the of, of the of the leaders of the left who have you know it's it's one thing to disagree with conservatives about various issues, but to try to go in a whole a scandalously deceitful. Um, bigoted direction. I mean, just just unfair, just not being fair. Anyway, uh, like the death of the First Amendment. There's no free press anymore. Um, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, uh, the uh, Parkland killer uh, decision by the jury. We'll talk about that. Um, also, uh, the couple of weird things. Braves get coming up. And should we do the Bill Burr? Uh, a comment. It's pretty dirty. We'll play it later. It's, it, it, but it's funny because he explains the difference between what how black guys swear and get away with it and how white guys don't get away with it because they're too no, stupid. No. <laughs> oh, you can't say it. Oh, come on. Anyway, was, uh, that's pretty funny. That'll be a little bit later on. A couple personal things, a reminder. Well, we now, what's the matter? Are you going to get kitty? Check on the kitty. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I've chastised uh, Flounder yeah, today because when I came in to park my car, his blinds weren't open. So kitty was not in the window oh. looking out and I couldn't get any video of kitty playing around in the window with me because I want to get to know him so he'll come in you know once he's he's been (laughs) sniffing me through the screen what are you you, the ghost of Christmas get (laughs) to know me man I I love cats and in fact uh, Flounder said that uh, he said at three o'clock this morning he woke up and the cat was right here (laughs) right on his face you know on his face and I told and I've said this before in the year but our last cat my final wife's uh, cat actually became my cat uh, shyster uh, used to sleep on my neck. I sleep on my side, and he would sleep literally on my neck. And then when I, I would go like this and sleep on the other side, he would hop over, and I settle down, and he'd sleep on the other side of my neck. I mean, it's a damn every night, every night, never missed it. Damnedest thing you ever saw. Um, I don't know why I started talking about that. Uh, oh, oh, speaking of pets. I'm driving down Alpharetta Highway, or Roswell Road, I guess it is, coming down to Sandy Springs on the way here, and next to me pulls up a uh, Beamer convertible with a woman driving. I, I couldn't tell how old. It's you know, always not, a woman. not a kid, but a woman driving in a Beamer convertible, top-down, ragtop, 
and in her lap is a dog with both paws over the driver window. In her lap while she's driving. I mean, I don't mean stopped, I mean driving. I got a picture of it on my phone. Uh, you, wait, wait, wait. You, you endangered everybody by... I did. I was sweet. I was swerving. Get out of the way, bitch. Oh, here. Yeah, you slammy little scumbag. I'll show you. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah, I, was, I was driving, and I went click, and I went back to it. It was not exactly no, dangerous. No, no, no. You, have to, you have to do it. You have to swipe. You have to do it. There's not just a click. I believe I was very safe in my, <laughs> in my documenting the, da- the danger, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Smarty Pants. Yeah, you're doing this all over the road. You're being a danger to society. <laughs> yeah, lady, what the hell do you think you're doing? Oh, sorry, mister. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's not good. You can't, that's no, stupid. That's, that dog goes, Pew. I mean, you know, a convertible is even worse than anything I mean I mean come on that's just not and she was you know showing off she she was flipping her hair and doing this kind of I mean oh, come on certainly not showing off a car with no that thing. I, I, I just yeah. beamer oh, I, I, people are rude <laughs> I was shocked shocked I, I tell test, you I shocked there's I did. gambling going in this establishment when I was looking for my last car back when I was employed and I could afford one yeah I, um, I remember those days yeah, that's, that was wow a, those halcyon days I, I'd have to pay them 50 grand to take it back <laughs> or salad days <laughs> anyway uh, and I test drove a Beamer yeah, oops, Daisy. And I was shocked. Yeah. What a piece of crap it was. Well, I'm not. Uh, I just could, I could not believe it. Oh, I, I just got a, a, a poll watcher thing. Uh, elect, election security alert. Are you concerned about the integrity of the elections? You can be part of the solution by signing up to be a poll watcher in the upcoming Let's elections. Tea Party Patriots action can help you get involved. Let's do well, it. Well, I may just do that. I'm going to save this message, and by God, maybe we should do that. Well, it's a Tuesday, right? Yeah. We're off. Well, we could do that. Well, I got, you know. We should have done it the personal. last time. Well, that's funny, well, but yeah. we could have caught something. On the other hand, you know, I don't know. I mean, well, anyway, I'll, we'll, 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 take, we'll definitely It's a think paid it. position. Yeah. Oh, it is? I think for some of it, yeah, you get paid. Oh, I'll be damned. Well, my, anyway, my well, dad used to do it. On the other hand, you probably have to go to meetings and show up and do practice. I mean, it's probably. I, I, we'll, How we'll hard find can out. it be? We'll find out. I, I can't imagine it's hard. I can't. I'll, I'll you've seen the people consumed. who do it when you go no, in there? I, I only assume that it takes a lot of time that you've got to dedicate a lot of time to do it, which is fine. I mean, we should do it. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely Door talk about it. Doorknobs can do that job. Doorknobs can do the job. <laughs> Just actual doorknobs <laughs> can actually do it. Um, let's see. Uh, we have our, Did I mention we have our new post office box number? I mentioned that again today. Say it. If you want to send us. A, a check or a, a letter or a commentary or whatever you want to send us something in the mail. Uh, I have a post office box. It's Kimmer Media, post office box 1432, 1432, 1432, 1432, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30009. And I assume if they go to thekimmershow.net. You go to thekimmershow.net and you go to the contact uh, form, it is right there. Excellent, excellent. And uh, very grateful because people are, if you can, you know, send us Again, we're trying to we're trying to not start doing a pay-per-listen show. And But, it's, I mean, it's getting to the point fairly soon where if we don't 
gets happy more. You know, we have thousands and thousands of, of live listeners, but more only hundreds that. of <laughs> subscribers. We have we have what four hundred thousand clicks or something, yeah. whatever. So anyway, but only a, a few hundred people are actually sending us any money or and, doing. And stuff. we have had some in the last week or so. Some people have sent us stuff. We appreciate all. Of you. I, I promise you. you uh, you know, uh, <laughs> if we can make a couple of grand a month, that would be a wonderful tribute to the powers of no radio. Um, uh, oh, speaking of money, a Kroger apparently has now bought Albertsons. Huh. And Albertsons owns California. Uh, everything. Uh, Tom Thumb. Ralph's. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Are they Ralph's? I wrote it down here. What the? Oh, uh, Safeway. Safely. And a bunch of things, yeah. So Kroger is now going to be enormous. I think the only one bigger is still Publix, maybe, or no, Publix no, Walmart or something, uh, probably, well, for food. I got to tell you, Kroger, it's funny, there's two on Roswell Road, like three miles apart. Really? And one is an absolute hole, yeah. and the other one is, is wonderful. Yeah, I, I've had to take back so much bad food. Really? At the one up there by the McDonald's, it's up yeah. off Hammond. It's unbelievably yeah. bad. The the only one near me is is several miles up. Well, not several, at least a couple of miles in heavy traffic all the way up Alpharetta Highway, and it's huge. It's it's so big. I hate going in there because I know if I'm looking for something that Publix doesn't have, they'll have it at Kroger. But it's it's, it's such a pain in the neck because I don't know where anything is, and it's freaking enormous. Huge. I mean, it's like going into Walmart and trying. Trying to find somebody to help, you know what I mean? It's just, it, I, I don't have that kind of time. Anyway. You know, the public people will say hi to you when you walk through there. Oh, uh, they're and, all my friends uh, up at the, I, I uh, see the video of the guy in the produce section. This was unbelievable. I'm, see, I'm looking for Milky Way. So regular Milky and of course there aren't any. And this guy behind me is do, doing fruits and vegetables. And he said, just out of the blue, he said, can I help you, sir? And I said, well, I'm trying to find the Milky Ways, but they don't make them anymore. And he said, Kim Peterson. And and I, I said, oh, yeah. He said, I listen to your podcast every day. You should listen on the radio. Boy, just, you know, the nicest guy he could be. His oh. name's Greg. I saw him yesterday. Did a little fist bump. You know, I mean, just, it, but they're very friendly. And the one up in, in Milton, uh, I know all those guys up there and women. Anyway. Kimmer's Milky Way Obsession brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. <laughs> Closetpro.net. Just call him 404-255-0589. If you need a closet, you need it refurbished. You need one uh, carried into your house. You need one for the cat like Lucas does here. Lucas the Podcat. Atlanta Custom Closets is the place to do it. Closetpro.net. Outstanding. Um, and, oh, God, what was I just saying? Oh, uh, oh, oh. Um, ooh, ooh. Speaking of the uh, Milky Way, my little friend Gretchen, once again, I don't, I have, I have no idea how she keeps getting into my place, uh, dropped off a, 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 a sandwich from the place we like, the, uh, what's the sandwich, the subway place Henri's? we like? Uh, no, no, Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's was still freaking delicious. I used to. And she it. also dropped me off a couple of little chocolate covered paydays. Have you ever had that? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I had, it's a baby Ruth is all it is. Uh, yeah, I know, but it was different, and I really liked it, and I had never had them before, so I'm just so thank you, anyway for that. Um, I don't know what the hell it's got to do with anything. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, I, I've been I, I, just uh, my uh, TV review uh, te- uh, uh, thing is happening here in my head. I last night tried once again to watch House of the Dragon, and I have three of them on uh, DVR, and I and I, I sat down, and I watched it for about seven or eight minutes, and I erased them all. I erased all three of them, and I, you know I'm so disappointed in that series mm. that it just it, it it started wrong and kept going, and and I and then I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm so I feel I. Well, I'm mad at Amazon because I've been watching this uh, Lord of the Rings prequel, which has been pretty good. Right, yeah. And the the season finale was last night. I'm back. I'm three behind. I'm watching them. 
and they started running the ads as soon as the show was oh, over. No. Show and Wall was in it. And I'm like, are oh, you assholes? Oh my! Because you can, if you've read the books or seen the other movies, you yeah. know what these characters yeah. are and what they do. And it's like, wait yeah. a minute, I didn't know they were in that. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. That's wrong. <laughs> what assholes? You're watching a football game. All of a sudden, they show the ad. You're just like, wait a minute, they just showed me the whole show. <laughs> That's wrong. Um, and speaking of TV. You gotta I'm, watch Ghosts. Oh, I I I, I, I watched okay. two the other night. I've still got four, I think. I to was watch. thinking last night. Ghosts is one we could watch every week. It's Thursday night, right? And we could talk about it. It could be appointment podcast, all right? And people could comment I'll on the thing and watch weekend. it too. I'll catch and up every this Friday we can talk about Ghosts. I'll, I'll catch up this what weekend. Channel, what is Ghost on? CBS. CBS. So it's, it's like nine o'clock or nine thirty. CBS. Nine o'clock. TV. Yeah, Channel Nine on Comcast. That's kind of late for me. Uh, yeah, I've, I don't. I've never. I don't watch any. Are. I don't oh, watch any. Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dinner's yeah, at well, four. Yeah. Well, you got, uh, <laughs> Where you got the Piccadilly at four? Where's the green Jello? <laughs> um, anyway, now, speaking of TV, I mentioned the other day that my Comcast bill was three. Went to three hundred dollars. For, for TV and inter, high-speed internet, and I still have the old box and the old browser. Brow, what do you call the the uh, malt box? What do you call the black little box for the? Modem. No, no, no. Huh? Modem. Modem. The modem. Um, and I and I that has to be a new one, and they want me to get an app and figure it out myself. And I'm going like this. Okay. So anyway, so I got the bill. It was supposed to go down to two thirty-eight. I got the bill in the mail the other day, still $300. Yeah, of course it is. Okay. So I go plotting and I spend, you know, I like I want, and my free time is, you know, between going to the stable all the time. Okay. So I go to Comcast. I get to the thing. I finally get the lady. How can I help you? And I say, I got the bill, bop a boom. She takes me to the counter, goes through the stuff. Uh, well, I don't see nothing really. We figured out, figured out, figured out. Eventually, she did figure out that uh, my bill was due, but it, it it looked like the number was wrong or something was happening. And I said, well, can I just pay it? You know, I'm at the Comcast store, Xfinity yeah. store, okay, uh -huh. uh, at North Point Mall. Yes. I said, okay, well, I, 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 she said, well, I, you know, it'll be, we'll correct it or something. I said, okay, so can I pay my bill? She said, yes. So I handed, I started handing her my credit card, and she says, oh, uh, you know, it's over there. You pay over, over at the uh, assistance <laughs> counter or whatever. So I said, okay. So I walk over to the next counter with a guy behind there. And I started to him. He says, oh, no, it's right, right over there. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, the machine right here. I said, wait a minute. There's a machine on the wall to take my payment? He said, yeah. I, I, I said, I, I said, now, wait a second. It's like an ATM machine. And so I, I said, I said, you've got to be kidding. I said, you can't just take my freaking money. I said, I bet you can't even take cash, can you? Well, no, we're not really low. We don't have any money. We don't no. have any cash register. And I said, so I had to self-pay at the store. And well, and, and you know, they want you to put in your, your social security, your uh, phone number and address and, and and zip codes and I phone, know. I mean, and email. And, all that. and I said, you got to be kidding. And I started raising a ruckus. So the girl who helped me originally came over to me and said, oh, what's your email? <laughs> and she, and she, <laughs> I swear to God. And I said, I said, this is outrageous. I said, you can't take, I said, just poke it in, do this, you know? Oh, no, that's not good enough. You can't just slide it in. Even, even I do it now. I do it public. So I'm using my credit card to go bing, bang, and you're in. We couldn't even do that. Anyway, and, and then this was, this was killing me. So finally, after all this and all the information, and all the stuff instead of just doing it. This is why I write a check. I write it and send it and I'm done. Anyway, uh, so, she, so I start to go. She says, oh, it, you have to go this way. And I said, what are you talking about? 
She said, "Oh well, we have we have a new a new exit lane uh, for a crowd control." And I said, "I said there's nobody in here. There's like three people in here. That's, that's there's a, no crowd. That's the Taco Bell commercial <laughs> where the player puts a Taco Bell in his house, God. and he goes number seven. He goes, I'm the only one here. <laughs> I mean, I said there's nobody here. She said, well, you know, there we go. So I had to be escorted out the back door and then walk around the front of the building to go to the park." Lot. I, said, I said, what a day at the Comcast shop. Another, another thing, he goes, uh, he goes, I like the breakfast wrap. And he goes, oh, we stopped serving that at 11. And he goes, uh, and he goes, well, can you make an exception? And he, the guy by the counter goes, if I make an exception for you, I'll have to make one for everybody. And he goes, I'm the only one here. <laughs> Wait, let's reenact your Comcast thing. I want you to reenact walking up to the counter to the guy behind the counter. I, I will be the guy behind the counter. And you will, you come up and you say, excuse me, sir. Right. Excuse me, sir. I have, sir, excuse no, no, me. No, no, no. Just excuse me. Oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> so take two. Excuse me, sir. Yes. <laughs> with Armis Brooks, was that the, with that show? No, it was, he was Jack in? Benny. Yeah. He was in every show. Oh, he Jack, was in all oh those black yes. and white movies. Yes. Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, that was my adventure at the Xfinity <laughs> store. I had to go out the back. Oh my God. Um, I brought you a uh, New Yorker magazine and a. Um, uh, uh, See what's on the cover. Piece of crap uh, sports uh, page here, and I'm going to talk some more sports again later on. But I also brought in. Okay. Uh, Who the hell's fishing in the East River? Yeah, I know. I don't. Uh, for bodies. Looking for, uh, for mafia victims. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Hudson or whatever. Is it? Yeah. Um, and I got, <laughs> as I told you, we have, uh, I, I ordered Harper's Magazine for a dollar, a dollar a month, okay, $12 a year for Harper's Magazine. But they have, I mentioned a couple of things, they have the Harper's Index, which was actually very, fairly famous. Yeah. You've yeah. heard of that. Uh -huh. Well, they also have, and I did not know this, they have a, the last page is called Findings. And it's just a series of, of weird things that they kind of weave into a paragraph of things that have been found around the world uh, in uh, research studies. Um, uh, cooperation among strangers in the United States increased between 1956 and 2017. Cooperation. Now, how they figured that, I don't know, but wow. they just they just they said it. Um, Chinese men who have sex with men has more than doubled since the start of the pandemic. <laughs> A survey of five cultures found that laughter shared by romantic partners sounds warmer and more feminine and more submissive than laughter shared by friends. Who cares? <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that, I mean, well, how, did they, how do you suppose? They, they made it up. Oh, God, you're so freaking negative, How did, okay, Mr. Prove it. How did they prove it? Well, they, they, ask, they say, well, you know, what were you feeling when you uh, did the thing? Whatever, what was that, the issue? It's a knock on, on married people laughing. and couples. It's a knock on them. It's a, yeah, you're being submissive to the man. You shouldn't be well, doing that. Well, listen to this and see if you disagree right, with this listen one. Listen to this. Um, their most recent sexual encounter uh, research shows that lesbians were more likely than straight women to have said, I love you in your sexual encounter. 
Of course, they were uh, studying the uh, function of a certain gifted way that, uh, you know, anyway. Uh, but, they, but I'll bet that's true. I'll bet, you, I'll bet you lesbian women say I love you when they make love more than a, a, a married wife says to her husband. When's the last time? You know, th- all right, ladies, you married ladies right now. The last time you and your husband were, and I don't mean just, you know, a quickie before dinner or whatever, but I mean, when you're, if you're, you know, if you're doing a thing, uh, do you actually say I love you anymore? Wow. Do you even kiss anymore? Some do. Yeah, I but, see it all the time on Facebook. Eight, no, I see these fa- nice couples on Facebook all the time. Well, it's very possible. They, they don't, don't exist, but luckily they're algorithms. it's not a thing. Uh, a couple of quickies. A, a, a second Zurich elephant has died of herpes. <clears throat> and one more. A new study on self-control found that children in Kyoto wait three times as long for food as for gifts. Kyoto children wait th- wait three times as long for food as for gifts. Children in Boulder, Colorado, wait nearly four times as long for gifts as for food. Well, okay. <laughs> Where are people lining up kids and saying, "Okay, here's the line for food, and here's the line for gifts"? I what, don't. what the hell is well, that? Well, no, it's, I think you're trying to be a little too. Well, no, seriously, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. It means Why are they that, waiting it means for that American children, like in Boulder, Colorado, would rather get something than eat. They'd rather be be given gifts and presents and stuff rather than worry about where they're going to get their next That's meal. Kid. In Japan, in Japan, no. kids are more afraid about where they're going to get their next meal than they are about getting a present. Well, they remember the post-war years. Like. Well, I mean, but that may, I mean, so that's not as ridiculous as you're trying to make it. I mean, just, just, I'm just I saying this. How they do I'm not, the, okay, I'm not, there's not a quiz. I mean, I'm just and saying. Why, is it, why would a scientist even spend time figuring that out? He, because they get federal grants for this shit. Oh, that's just amazing. Uh, a couple of quick uh, research of the Harper's Index. I thought it was rather bizarre. Uh, the percentage by which Trump voters are more likely than Biden voters to have donated... Your precious bodily fluids. 50% more Republicans will give up their precious bodily fluids. Mark, Mark has interjected here. Pull up, pull up, pull up. The show's going down in flames. <laughs> well, in that case, <laughs> a percentage of Republicans the Democrats think make more than a quarter million a year. If you ask a Democrat how many Republicans make more than a quarter million a year, the Democrats will say about 44%. The actual percentage of Republicans making more than a quarter million a year, two. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's Harper's Magazine, and sorry, Mr. Buzzbomb Downer. I look forward to reading. <laughs> you forced the camera to change his entire... <laughs> I, in fact, I'm going to go over to that couch right now and spend the rest of this show <laughs> Now, most, most of that stuff is short stories and commentaries and essays and things like that. Maybe from many years ago, it's a, it's a real hodgepodge of literature, but you're a literary guy. You, you would probably find something in there that's quite interesting. And there, there I, I, I found one the other day about something ridiculous which actually was interesting so anyway uh just uh, for the record i right, hold everything how we doing how we doing what's you, that? you didn't care to bring that in though did you what's that the part you found interesting no it's in the magazine oh well no i, mean, I can't read the article uh, oh yeah i get it i'm sorry i, I bring that but yeah I, I got it thank you so much sorry. uh okay quickly quickly hold on uh coming up the uh van gogh 
which is not looking too pretty these days. Huh? Also, uh, the whole Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix thing is now leading to all kinds of outrage about what's coming up as a holiday shortly. We got that for you. Also, did you did I send you a song request? Yeah. yeah. To play, well, we're going to play, we'll do a little song request. Also, the Bill Burr commentary. Holy crap, it's worth time. Maybe we got a million things. Are you going to do an ad here? I'm going to do an ad. Because here. I will use this opportunity to walk the pumpkin. Walking the pumpkin, sponsored by our friends at M&S Title Pond. It's not a euphemism. No, there you are. <laughs> I got to walk the pumpkin, baby. <laughs> what are you doing later? <laughs> Start without me. <laughs> no, over here, over here. Uh, M&S Title Pond. The two letters, M&S Title Pond. That's what it is. A beautiful little place in Bremen, Georgia. 306 Laurel Street, Suite A. Open Monday through Saturday. In person, pay him a visit. Uh, M&S Title Pond. If you want to get them on the web, you spell M and S and it comes out manstitle.com, M A N D S title.com. Here's their phone number 678 821 3337. 24 years of experience in personal finance, getting you the money you need for your next vehicle, locally owned company, straightforward terms, no hidden fees, a tiered rate for pawns, uh, dedicated exceptional customer service. They've been here for a long, long time. Locally owned company. And again, Again, I'll look them up in person. I uh, hang in there Monday through Saturday, uh, 306 Laurel Street or 678-821-3337 M&S Title Pawn in uh, beautiful Bremen, Georgia. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. What? Is there anything funnier than a gourd? A gourd? Yeah. Maybe that's what uh, uh, Tom Fetterman, John Fetterman, has hanging out of the back of gourd. his neck. It's a gourd. Yeah, Martin's living it in the summer. <laughs> and by the way, he, does he know he can't wear that, uh, you know, hoodie sweatshirt to, to the Senate if he wins? And by the way, I mean, more and more is coming out about his total incompetence. And incidentally, <laughs> Tucker indicated the other night that when he was, uh, he, he had his laptop screen thing in front of him to be able to answer the questions of the MSNBC girl who's getting roasted for her saying he really couldn't communicate very well and the media is turning on her. Anyway, uh, he was looking at the screen. Tucker indicated that he was getting his answers on the screen. 
as though someone is typing in what he should say now based on the question. Yeah. That's a whole different thing than having the question played back so we can understand it. So, I, I, I mean, this whole thing, how could you send him to the Senate? They're Pennsylvanians. Jesus. And he believes, uh, well, we're going to talk about the Parkland shooting. Uh, he would believe that the Parkland shooter should get out of jail, that he believes there's no such thing as life in prison. He, the Fetterman, Fetterlump, believes that Fetterlump. there should be no such crime or no such punishment penalty as life in prison. They should all be able to get out. You should eliminate half of them right now. Hey, if that's what Pennsylvania wants. Open Do borders, it, CRT, I mean, the whole deal. Anyway, we'll... we'll, we'll Philadelphia we'll, runs that place. That's the sad part. I guess. Not Pittsburgh. Which, you know, what, what, what happened to Philadelphia? They've always been that way. The Revolutionary War, they were pro-British. I mean, they've yeah, always I, been I that remember, way. I remember visiting to see a girlfriend in Philadelphia in 1965. And, I, and, it, was, and it, was, it wasn't really a very pretty city, but I no. remember driving through some of the historic areas uh, on the way, and, and, I, and I thought, man, this is Philadelphia. This is where it happened. I mean, Ben Franklin, I mean, it's, it's just right here. Betsy Ross, uh, Liberty yeah, Bell, yeah. Independence Hall. Yeah, yeah right I there. I mean, wow. You know, it's like Faneuil Hall in Boston. I mean, there's some historic places nice. that are, that are you know. Boston's a much nicer city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God forbid I wouldn't want to live there. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, Mimi was her name. Mimi. And she had, and I was going to try to go a little extra step, and she asked me not to, and I stopped. That was back in the old days You're when I stopped. I'm a gentleman. My ex was from Philly, so I... Really? Well, let's go back. I wonder what she's doing. I should look her up. She was beautiful. Crazy. No, no, my, my girl. <laughs> You're describing her. She was her. nuts. It was a, you know what? In fact, here's a funny story. This is the first time. I, I've always been, I've, I've said it before. I was never a, a ladies man. I was never a, you know, the, the guy that chicks all, well, uh, swooning are. I was always a big brother. Okay, I never, I never ever really had much of a dating life until I got to, even in college, I didn't date anybody in college. I met my, my starter wife there my second year. But anyway, uh, a freshman year in college where I met Mimi, um, and she was beautiful, smart as a whip, uh, advanced uh, scholar student, um, uh, and real kind of just cute and weird kinky. Um, and I remember the, the first time, for some reason, I was uh, for, we were at the student union place having a hamburger or something, and she started to get up, and I said, sit down, which was way not like me. But I was, I was kind of, you know, she kind of treated me as though I was the man of the group. And again, I was like 18, you know, I was a freshman in college. And, and I said, sit down. And she sat down immediately and kind of just, you know, went over to me. And I went, oh, boy, was that exciting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's wrong. It was 1965, it's not okay? not wrong. Some women like that. Oh, my God. I got, I mean, I'm getting a tingle now just thinking about I mean, it. That I, you know what I mean? Like really? That. And it wasn't like it was being mean or cruel. And I was, I was a sweet boyfriend. I mean, I really was a sweet. I, I, she said no, and I stopped, you know, stuff like that. But, but I, th I thought it was the first time, that was the first time, that uh, that I that I had any interaction like that with a girl with a, and, a, and I thought oh my god that guy I was so excited about that and after that I mean I was I mean I treated her with respect and, and gentlemanly and stuff like that like she said no I I stopped but but I, I, I changed my whole attitude with her and then when school ended and I went home for the summer now was you know we didn't see each other but anyway oh my I don't know I hadn't thought about that in what 70 60 years <laughs> a few years ago I was texting with this woman. And she said something, and as a joke, I said, good girl. And she, it was, I hesitated for a little bit, and I didn't think much of it, just it was a joke. And she went back and said, I like it when you talk to me like that. <laughs> I like it when you call me a good girl. 
I said, just don't call me daddy. I just, I'm not going to that. You know? <laughs> well, if you, you know, I've, you know, I said, uh, I said, uh, you got it, baby, or something like that. And so, you know, because that's just my way. I used to do it on the radio all the time. But that's just, you know, my old, you know, doll. Hey, doll. Well, here's something that, that you say to a, a woman that she doesn't like. We're at Taco Cabana. Remember that place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was late at night. Me and, and my girlfriend at the time and uh, us college friends there. And we, and her name was Stacy, a wonderful woman. And she got up to go get something from the counter. She decided she was the one that was going to go up and get it. And uh, she's walking. I said, hey, and get us a baba and get us an empanada and get us a, a, a hey, burrito. Get, yeah. And she's going, okay, okay. And she, I said, and get yourself something nice, too. <laughs> Everybody a little something for yourself. Everybody at the table burst out laughing, and she gave me a look <laughs> that I knew I had screwed up. Mr. Big Shot. <laughs> Get something nice for yourself. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> oh, my God. Margaritas were involved. Uh, oh, Lordy. Uh, I promise we have actual newsy stuff. Of, of this just happened kind of on the, on the as I was coming in uh, uh, today. Uh, in London, is it Leah? London's National Gallery, environmental activists went to the Vincent van Gogh's famous sunflowers painting at the National Gallery in London and threw tomato soup all over Motherfuckers. it. And then they glued themselves to the wall. Bam. Yeah. Uh, one of the demonstrators said, what is worth more, art or life? Art. Is it worth more than food, worth more than justice? Yep. Are you more concerned about the protection of a painting or the protection of our planet and our people? Yep. The cost of living crisis is part of the cost of oil crisis. Fuel is unaffordable to millions of cold, hungry families. They can't even afford to heat a tin of soup as they waved a can of Heinz tomato soup around and threw it on the Van Gogh painting. If I was standing there... They would be pulling me off oh of them. I'm not kidding. The security Maybe. guard should have been taking the baton to them. I mean, that, you know, this isn't just that they you know, stand outside somebody's office and they're screaming uh, epithets about, you know, protesting. I mean, this is, I mean, Van Gogh's That's, sunflowers that, that, painting? That is a proof that humans are actually worthwhile, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's everything you ask, the answer is yes. Art, yeah. that, that painting is worth more than you, you puny little human. I mean, I, I God, mean, think of the it. nerve, and then glue themselves. You know, oh. and the best way to do that is to rip that skin right off, oh, pulling hell, them I, off, I, the, put a bullet <laughs> in their head. I, I, I really, I really, I, I think those people should be killed. Well, on Pete, the that spot. might be a little harsh. No, I think that they're putting their beliefs. They're narcissists. They're power-hungry narcissists. They're fascists. Yeah. They think their beliefs are supersede everybody else, including right. great works of art or anything. And right. by God, they can destroy anything they want right. because I'm morally superior than you. It's a power thing. And if you right. let them get away with it, they've won. Right. Uh, Kill them. <laughs> Mr. Davis's views on no, I mean kill them on the killing and shooting of protesters in the art world. And it's not murder. It's not necessarily you an opinion you want justice? of our bam. <laughs> Again, and we, you know what? And, and do it so the the, the brain matter splats against the wall, the wall and then put a frame around it on the frame of the. It's abstract art. Yes, the and I'll sign my name to it. Pete Davis, 2022. There you go. 
Because unless you start doing that, well, they're gonna, they did it to the Mona Lisa. They they've done it yeah, to this. Yeah. They're going to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Kill them. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. No, no. I'm not kidding. No, no. <laughs> Being very serious. I am very serious. He's a very serious I, they individual. Be pulling me off of it. <laughs> well, I could see attacking him. I'd beat the crap out of him. If I were a security guard there, they would be on the floor. I mean, anyway. They're going to have to put, and because of those assholes, every great work of art yeah, is now going to have no. to be behind something that you can barely see it. I remember the yeah. High Museum, they brought Starry Night from Van Gogh. Yeah. We could get right up to it and yeah. look at it and, yeah. see, and see what he did and his Not brushstrokes and how he slapped the paint on. Mm -mm. You can't do that anymore. No. Cause of them. Either under glass or behind a fence or something, yeah. They're terrorists. Yeah, well, they are. It's like the, it's like the forest people, you know, and they're throwing <laughs> firebombs at police, and it's about time to just drag them out. We let the them hair. get away with it's it. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> wow, I think I need a shower, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was not even on my script. That was at the last <laughs> minute. It just happened a minute ago. You know, I just heard about it. <laughs> also, are you now is the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix over or uh, still going? Or uh, what? God, I think you can... Unlike some of the things where it's every week a new one drops, I think the whole thing's on there and you can just binge it. And I so it's I, done. You think it's all over? You oh yeah, you can watch the whole thing anytime you want. Oh, okay, I didn't. I, know. I'm on like the second one. It's very, whew, You only do so much, and yeah. you know, okay, I got to watch something nice now. You know, well, a no, well, well, what I mean, they show him eating bodies or something well, or I, what? I, they they haven't shown that yet, but it's just so. Creepy, oh, creepy. Yeah, that's a good word for but, it. But I mean, but they don't. Do they see him like chopping off hands? I, only, or? I'm only on the second one, so I okay. don't know how. But what, what is it about it that's making you so freaked out already? But they haven't even seen any blood yet. The, the apartment, it stank of death. The neighbors complained it stank yeah. of death. He go in it. The stuff he had in his apartment was just there were clues everywhere get the hell out of there it must be a there. well done show if you're freaked out and it hasn't even shopped up a body or anything yet or eaten the head or something and then the way he acts like they brought his father in he was a great actor by the way he was in several things they brought his father his father had no clue and they brought him into the Jeez. police thing and he thought that someone had tried to murder his son and they go no sir this no, is going to be very rough we're going to ask you we're going to tell you and before we ask you questions we're going to leave and let you gather yourself and then we'll come back and ask you questions and he's looking at him like, what the hell? Uh, no, these are actors. This is not documentary. Right, right? This, this is, is actors. Actor. Okay. Actors. And well, it's, it's got to be well done. I mean, uh, for, you know, I, anyway. You know, as a father, your life is over. Yeah. Because you were the guy who raised the monster. Yeah. How did you let him get away with killing animals They told him not only has he, is he investigation for the murder of a man, we think he's killed maybe 20-plus people. Yeah. And, then, and, and eaten them. <laughs> and the father's just like, oh, my God. I mean, imagine being told that. No, I can't. I cannot imagine. I and, cannot And he imagine. said when he was four years old that Dahmer had something wrong with him, a fever or something happened to him, and he said he was never the same after that. Something hmm. happened to his brain at age four, and he was never the same. He wow. was a great kid up until four. Wow. And they started killing animals, I think. Wasn't yeah, that one of the so. first clues? Uh, I remember my daughter Jennifer actually uh, shot a guy once who criticized my radio show. It was incredible. No, hi Jennifer. I no, I, that's she, not. Did that's they throw nice. tomatoes? Threw, threw tomatoes, just uh, sauce on them. She had she had you know handy tomato soup right there in her purse. <laughs> no, they threw it on you, and that's why she shot. Hi, it. sweetie. 
<laughs> By the way, I, you know, I, I find out later, like, that, that you know, no, this is Friday as we speak. Later on tonight, I'll be going through emails or, or uh, text message stuff about the show, and it'll, and it'll be Jennifer, hi, Daddy, and well, okay, so hi in advance. I mean, I'll miss you by the, you know, a day, but anyway. Um, now, oh, now, the reason I mentioned Jeffrey Dahmer is because, check this out. Jeffrey Dahmer-inspired Halloween costumes are making a huge impact uh, on social media and Twitter. Uh, the Netflix release of Monster the Jeffrey Dahmer Story is the second biggest English-speaking series in Netflix history. What's number one, do you know? You don't, why, now, why wouldn't they say that? It could be Stranger Things. How the hell could they not say that? How can you say Jeffrey Dahmer's the number two most popular thing ever? Then what's number one? We it, it's probably Stranger Things, but the weird thing about this, when it came out that first week, I was looking at their top ten, and it was like number eight. I'm going, that's weird. They put that much money into yeah. it, and it's only eight. Yeah, well, and now not it, for long. It, and because <laughs> of all of us talking about it. Yeah. Stranger Things four, and then Jeffrey Dahmer, then... Was it Bridgerton? Bridgerton, yeah. Those are the top three. Okay, okay. Really? Bridgerton's ahead of? Never yeah. heard of it. Oh, so that's, Stranger it's, Things it's, 4 is 1, Dahmer's 2, Bridgerton Season 2 is 3, and Season 1 is 4. Bridgerton is that English drama period that has no white people in it, basically. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of because it. Because they have wokeism. They, yeah. yeah. Well, now, uh, Halloween enthusiasts are floating the idea of putting on an orange jumpsuit, wearing a pair of wide-set aviators frames and hitting the town in a uh, Jeffrey Dahmer costume. Uh, but the internet has a lot of outraged people there saying, don't forget, uh, you know, the public should not be thinking about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer as much as his victims. For example, I think the Jeffrey Dahmer costumes are a step too far. Uh, these things have actually happened. Families have trauma from these events. Uh, this is going to be a hard Halloween for some. I feel truly sad that's the case. Uh, reminder, Jeffrey Dahmer was a real person and really murdered people. It really isn't cute or quirky to make fun about it. It's scary. Why does, why does being Jeffrey Dahmer seem like a good idea for a Halloween costume to anybody? It's strange because he's not a character. He was a real vile person. <laughs> it's not funny to be him for Halloween. If you're considering being him, put yourself in the family so the victim's shows. Oh. Seems a little demonic. This is scary idolizing Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, uh, Crime Stories host Nancy Grace, who herself was a famous crime victim, and that's why she became a prosecutor. Uh, her boyfriend and the whole thing, anyway, long story of Nancy Grace. Anyway, she told Fox Digital, uh, though she's a Halloween lover and dressing up as a murderer, she says, is going too far. Quote, Nancy Grace says, I love Halloween. I mean, I really love Halloween. We all go trick-or-treating. We have a trunk fest at our church. We decorate our home and yard. I understand because I'm a true believer, but I'm also a crime victim. I can't imagine how hurtful it would be if I were in the shoes of the place of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims said Nancy Grace. Uh, there's really no way to describe what a murder victim's family goes through under normal circumstances, but to see the num murders become the butt of a joke uh, is just a step to... Anyway, that, that's the reaction on social media about, it's Halloween! Let's make a deal with them. A 30-mile area around Milwaukee, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, But everybody fine. outside it, of Milwaukee... It is yeah, it's Halloween. It's scary. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be good. It's not supposed to be funny. No. It's supposed to be scary. Yeah. It's supposed to scare the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. The whole thing was to scare demons away from your house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hallow's Eve. Make sure they didn't bad ones didn't come out of the ground, wasn't they, that they it? Kind of they were living you in home. The, yeah, yeah. So on the eve of them coming up, you had to have to That's scary. what the jack-o'-lantern was for, to scare them. There was, yeah. uh, in our neighborhood, our, growing up, our neighborhood was a giant circle. It was one mile. So Halloween-wise, it was awesome because yeah. you just... 
And there was this one kid every year would go as Michael Myers. <laughs> and two I, parents I, would call the cops because he would he would literally just walk around. He wouldn't yeah. go get candy, just scare the living hell out of I, you. I'm sure he did. <laughs> did you see where the mask is a Captain Kirk, William Shatner mask? That they were so cheap when they made the first movie, they didn't have any money. I didn't remember. They remember. went to the store and they bought the cheapest mask, and it was a William Shatner mask. They painted it white, white. and put a wig on it. I'll be to this damned. day, that mask is scary as shit. Yeah, I never saw any. Those movies didn't do anything. The first couple are scary, but now it's now they come out every Halloween. It's last oh, night, this one's supposedly in. Last night the they end. played the original Jamie Lee Curtis Halloween movie was on last yeah, night. Th- this one's supposed to end it. The one that's out now with Jamie Lee, and I'm like, yeah, yeah But if you look yeah. at all those old movies, all it was was music. And suspense. It was all filled with music, scary music. Walk, even just walking through the house. One of the first Hello, uh, songs there? I was playing on the piano was the Mike Myers uh, theme. <laughs> Anybody that on the screen is that's backing up and doing this, <laughs> you know, there's going to be somebody behind. Them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go into the shed. Yeah, it's like that commercial. Let's go to the barn where all the knives are. <laughs> well, it's like the scream movies. The scream movies are funny as hell. Yeah. Whether they're they making fun of it, you know. Yeah. So that was on again. Those were on too last night. Halloween season, they're playing on, on Comcast. We're playing but again, that's them. another, the mask is something simple that scares the hell out Wh- of you. Which one was the ones that Charlie Sheen was in and the girl from Mom was in it, uh, Chris Pratt's ex, that they made fun of it. Scary movie. Scary movie. I'm thinking scary oh, movie is what I'm saying. satire one? Yeah, satire. Oh, that, yeah, Those are yeah, fun. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like, no, let's go into the car with the motor running and we can't see the driver. <laughs> the, the girl with no face that climbs out of the TV <laughs> and the black girl goes, oh, no. Oh, no. Starts slapping the crap out of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't taking that. Hell no. <laughs> Hell to the no. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh. Uh, uh, a couple of you, a couple of newsy things tonight. Again, as we speak, it's Friday night, the 14th of October, and this is the one and only debate between Herschel Walker and Raphael Weifnacher, the uh, phony minister who apparently got his degree for divinity the same place I got mine out of the back of a matchbook. Um, uh, the uh, you know deadbeat dad who doesn't believe in the resurrection and the meaning of Easter, hates cops, hates the military, uh, and is a deadbeat dad. Well, uh, try to run over his wife with a car, stuff like that. Anyway, he's. Uh, in a, uh, doing a, a debate with Herschel Walker tonight. Comments, uh, thoughts, how you think Herschel's going to do? I think he's going to do great. I don't care if he goes and slobbers for two hours. Still, I'm yeah. still voting for him. Yeah. Herschel Walker's future is much more important than uh, Herschel Walker's past is not as important as Raphael Weifnacher. Well, never mind. You know the thing. Uh, all men and women are, are created well. You, yeah, take two. Take two. Okay. <laughs> Herschel Walker's past is not nearly as important as <laughs> Reverend Weifnacher's future. All right, so I... Out of one many, no, out of, out of many, none. Many of the you pluribus, what was it? Unum a house divided will easily get back together. He, whoever shall thou. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I, by the way, I thought this was funny, and it's on tonight. It's on TV and, and all kind of stuff. Um, and I, and I think, I think Herschel Walker's didn't do great because, I mean, he's for one thing, he's got a he's got a woman helping him who's a professional, well-known speech uh, handler, uh, communications person. It doesn't really matter. I, I, I will guarantee you, and I, I, coach, I don't, I don't gamble because I have, I have nothing to lose. <laughs> I mean, I literally have no, nothing, nothing I can give you that I would lose. I have nothing left. There's nothing. I don't own anything. Um, uh, but also, I am, I'm a terrible gambler. I lose every I, time I gamble. I lose. It's just, it's just my life. Um, but I, I would be willing to bet you that 
100% of anybody watching that debate tonight will not be changing their mind. There's nobody in Georgia who hasn't already decided who he's going to vote, he or she is going to vote for. It's like in 2016 when they pissed away $800 million on yeah. campaign ads yeah. for less than 4%. For yeah. Less than 4% of the voters. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. You know, it's, but again, I'm glad they're doing it, and I'm going to watch it. Because, but you know, think about the money that could be used for that. Well, $100 million. A dollars. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, again, you know, it was used. To, you know, they we spent could send it, it to on, Ukraine. They bought TV ads. They bought uh, radio ads. They bought billboards. They bought, you know, a, a, a PR firm. So all those people got paid so that, you know, the money was spent. So it went into the economy, but it didn't go into our economy, you know. But again, you know, that's just an atrocious amount of money to be wasted on a political campaign. Uh, but I, the reason I brought it up is because I think this is pretty funny. The Al Jazeera Constitution, which, by the way, I, I threw it out. I was going to bring in the section. They in their, in their newsy section of the Al Jazeera Constitution, the entire front section was a who's stinky, big, fat uh, uh, Kool-Aid monster uh, about to be, you know, set records in Georgia. And then the whole back page, stinky, and all the wonderful things of stinky, you know, Abraham. Uh, I mean, the whole, se- the whole freaking news section. She was all how wonderful she is, and and then this in another whole whole page section, and it says, climate change will still partisan climate change still partisan issue in Georgia elections. The next governor of Georgia and the winner of the state's high profile U.S. Senate race will face consequential decisions in the years to come over climate change. <laughs> the liberals and their two main agendas is Roe v. Wade and climate change, and they're going to lose. Have you seen the latest? The Martians killed Mars. Uh, oh, no, I haven't say, seen that. They say it, it was ba- basically some animals grew on Mars that breathed and emitted methane or something like that, and they did it to the point that they killed the planet. Just like our Earth is going to die from our methane. And they then. called it climate change. They killed it. And I'm thinking, how can they be climate change? There are no humans there because we all know it's only caused by humans, right? Yeah. They're literally, these people are anti-life of yeah. any sort. They're blaming dead Martians <laughs> Killing. <laughs> hey, what's the cure? You get rid of the Martians. The planet's doing. Fu- isn't Mars thriving oh right now? God. It's never been better. I mean, they don't have this eight percent inflation rate on Mars right now. <laughs> Those rocks are doing fantastic. <laughs> it's seriously anti-life. <laughs> They're like it's like Thanos is running everything now. Let's just kill half of everybody. <laughs> You know, it's almost as funny as that. And if there's audio out there. It's not really very good. We'd probably try to play it for you. Of Nancy Pelosi, the black-hearted, soulless kinch who's going to go to hell when she dies, uh, said she wanted to beat up Donald Trump. Yeah. She, oh, my God. Um, she threatened to punch out Donald Trump uh, for the January 6th mostly peaceful Ashley Babbitt Day protest. Uh, the footage shows uh, Nancy threatening to physically strike him, uh, and she said, I'd be happy to go to prison. I hope he comes. I'm going to punch him out. She tells her chief of staff, I've been waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out. I've got I'm going to go to, oh, you, well, yeah, okay, let's play it. It's a little hard to hear, but you'll hear it. Nobody comes, I'm going to punch him out. This is oh, my mom. I would pay this. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. Could you imagine if a Republican said that yeah. towards a Democrat? Yeah. A woman president? The yeah. same woman who tore up his speech 
on yeah. uh, national television behind yeah. him when he got done with his that, that's federalized document. Yeah, that's right. She's going to go to hell when she dies. She's a miserable fake. Fake Catholic. She ain't Catholic. Oh, please. They're not giving her communion any day soon. Well, she, her tongue would burst into flames. God, I wouldn't want to be near the cup. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Although, you know, in the Methodist church, when I was when I was growing up in the Methodist church, got baptized Methodist church, Hell, I was an acolyte, sang in the choir. I was a, an altar boy. Anyway. In the Methodist? In the Methodist church. My father was, well, when I was a boy, my father, I didn't know this, was, was a very strong Methodist. Uh, I, guess, I guess my grandparents raised a Methodist. I really didn't know that. But he was, we went to the Methodist church. It was a very, very small church with a really nice pastor who was from the South. He had a Southern accent, a very nice man. Uh, and it would choir, and we were very active. I, at one point when I was in junior high school and I was playing in, uh, the trombone in the junior high school band, uh, and I actually played that, I played a trombone with my buddy, the trumpet player. Uh, on Easter, we played Easter songs while the, while the choir sang in the church, and we played played our instruments with it, with the organ. It was unbelievable. Anyway, why am I talking about this? I have no idea. No idea. Oh, uh, communion. Um, and being in the Methodist, <laughs> being in the Methodist church, when you go to communion, the altar, I mean, the, uh, the railing has little teeny holes in it for shot glasses where they pour grape juice. Yeah. And there was no wine, and there was right. no touching the cup. No, no, there was no giving you the cup. It was little grape, uh, I mean, uh, grape juice containers, uh, little shot glasses. And you get the shot glass, you put another one in, so you never actually touched anything like that. But that was, that was back in 1955 or something. So. so We were lazy in the Southern Baptist. We didn't walk up to anywhere. They put it on trays and sent it out to everybody and passed it along. You picked it up. I've never seen that. Yeah. Really? First time I went, when I, we first came here in 72, my starter wife and I, our next-door neighbor, I went, his name was Tony, and his beautiful wife Brenda and they were good old southern folks I'm from Alabama and they wanted to take us to the Baptist church in which they went to every Sunday so my first experience at the Baptist church with our neighbors was at the one right up there was in Roswell right up on the top of the hill of Roswell Road just above the river just north of the river uh, on Roswell Road and uh, and our little uh, babysitter uh, played the organ she's about 14 year old girl played the organ in this in this southern Baptist church is it the one on the church. left as you're going up I the hill I think it's the one on the left going up the hill I just the, the, when we came back from the uh, that Herschel Walker thing yeah I actually that was the the church I pulled into, and you pulled up next to me. Oh, right, yeah, right. I'll, I'll be down. I bet that was it. Yeah. I'll bet the good. This was 1972, so I'm thinking, yeah. you know, this is a long, this is 50 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. 70, no, 50 years ago, 50 yeah. years ago. Um, and so, and we, and so, so we would go to the surface and everything and it was, you know, it was wonderful. And I was doing people are crying and doing stuff. And all of a sudden there's, you know, there, the minister says, come on and be down with the fence and doing a thing like this. And all of a sudden Tony stands up. And he excuses himself and walks in front of us in the in the pew, and goes down the center aisle and starts uh, and received Jesus Ooh, right there in front of God and everybody. Yeah. I mean, he was sobbing, crying, like, and the little organ girl's bawling her eyes out because there she was. You know, we were all afraid. You know, <laughs> and Tony's fine. I mean, it was the damnedest thing I've ever. No, he wasn't doing that, but he was. He was definitely he was on his knees and he was sobbing and he wow. and he really. I mean, I thought, holy cow. I mean, holy cow! My first experience with a southern from being from New, New England, the Northeast. Why would my he first do experience. That? I, I, he couldn't. He couldn't help it. I guess. And we never really talked about it, other than you know, he felt the move. He felt it. <laughs> what you should have done? Not say a word until you got home and y'all, y'all saying goodbye to each other at the apartment. And you should have looked at us. Wow, that was some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he he threw. He went home and threw away all his Playboy magazines. Where? 
<laughs> anyway, but I, I, what, an expo, what an incredible experience. Wow. Yeah, that, that's an introduction. I mean, wow. And my second experience with the Southern, the first time I went to the Ebenezer Baptist Church, Hosea Williams gave the, uh, the, the sermon. Yeah. <laughs> if you've never heard Hosea Williams speak, you, you missed a treat, my friends. And down here, Southern Baptists look upon Methodists. They're good singers, but they're kind of backsliders. Well, they're a little weird. You know, they're not like Unitarians. Well, they're, they're very mild, and, and it's like a yeah, calmer version they're they're like Quakers. of Southern Baptist. <laughs> yeah. And they sing a lot. Yeah. They yeah, like they're Welsh or something. I love I love church, church singing to me. If, if, if they sang more and, and made people sing, I, I guarantee you that if you if you go to a church service, I'll bet you that most of the of the uh, audio of the uh, what do you call them congregation doesn't really sing the hymns or no. they don't sing them very loud. No. If you if the minister said, "I right, right, hold it, stop right here, hold everything." <laughs> all right. From now on, we're all going to sing. You've got the hymnal. We all know we're not professionals. I mean, this is when I first got to prep school. This is what the first we went to uh, to chapel. I think I mentioned before. Went to chapel every night. Every night we went to chapel before dinner, uh, and the first night of school for all us newcomers. When I was in fourth form in, in uh, tenth grade, my first year, and he said, "He said, okay, here's the deal. We sing." And we sing loud and we sing happy and Proud. we sing and make it boom, bam, boom like that. And I'll tell you what, you've never heard anything like a, a, an entire, entire congregation. It's like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yeah. And there are people in your congregation who are, have great voices and can sing soprano or bass or we're in choirs or in glee clubs. I mean, who love to sing, sing in the shower. And, but if you make them do it, you say, no, 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 that's not going to get it. We need to sing loud. It will change your, it'll change going to church. I guarantee it. Well, there's some, like driving around in Mississippi in the rural, you'll go by some little small churches, black, white, it doesn't matter. And if they're singing, you can hear them. You can them. hear them driving by, yeah. And we, I, I mentioned our prep school on Monday nights did nothing but sing. On Monday nights, we just sang hymn. We called out hymn, hymn number 142. We'd all get to it and we'd all sing it. The townspeople came to listen. Hmm. They literally were outside the church. It was a small. The townspeople listened on my, my, my mother would drive down to uh, live. I was didn't live that far away uh, to, uh, with, <laughs> just to hear the uh, hear the singing of the rebounding off the walls of a small church. It was just wonderful. Anyway, when I lived in Grand Park, there was a black church a block over from our house. And on Sundays, I mean, you could hear from my yeah. place and then church wouldn't get out till like two you know, they, they, they'd be there for a while yeah. and then they come out and walk they'd walk home and just it's like a party yeah yeah anyway i i, I got just a little distracted there but uh what the heck Jesus. <laughs> well it's like hey yeah, the, the blues brothers were on the other night and i saw i, I tuned into the scene where uh little i'm not little richard who's uh james brown, james brown. who's doing the, who's uh, can you hear me baby <laughs> they're dancing and flipping and guys on a trampoline or something the <laughs> nun beating them yeah. with the stick and they're in those little chairs <laughs> and then the, she, come she, closer boys she glides backwards and the yeah. door slams yeah. <laughs> how does she do that <laughs> the penguin we gotta the go penguin. see the penguin the, the penguin, penguin. <laughs> we're on a mission from God <laughs> you're blaspheming boy how did they do that the car, the car scene at the end where they pretty much destroy they destroyed a shitload oh, I mean it, it was, that, that was real that was really true and, and the Jane Byrne was a mayor of Chicago at the time, as I recall, and she said, you can tear up anything you want as long as you rebuild it and pay us for it, and they did. That was a real mall. Yeah. I mean, that was not fake. That was Driving real. 
<laughs> I hate is, Illinois Nazis. Hysterical. Um, speaking of weird cars going through car windows, I don't think you should do that if you swap your whip. That's right. Do that by going to swapmywhip.com. Whip, of course, being a colloquial phrase for a ride, a car. Uh, our uh, camera show podcast sponsor, Swap My Whip. Dot com. If you're uh, looking for a different ride, maybe this would be just exactly perfect because you, there's no middleman, there's no dealer, there's no car salesman, there's no going to you know uh, going through all kinds of rigmarole. You go to swapmywhip.com, spot something you think you would like be interested in, make your own deal, see what happens. He's probably got a friend who can do something with that. Maybe looking for your. I mean, it's, it's a fun thing. Che- for nothing else, checking out swapmywhip.com, and if you uh, uh, use the uh, Kimmer code, Kim, uh, coupon code Kimmer, K-I-M-M-E-R. It's 180 days of free premium listings on SwapMyWhip.com. And it's not just cars, trucks, boats, jet skis, um, ATVs, off-road vehicles, all kinds of stuff like that. Again, SwapMyWhip.com. And this may be exactly <coughs> what you are looking for. Yes, sir. Okie dokie. Uh, now, okay, uh, quickly, just to review, the FBI is, is led by a bunch of scoundrels and yellow-bellied, chicken-livered phonies who are out to destroy America. More testimony in the John Durham trial that's going on over the Russian involvement in, in this whole thing from years ago has shown once again that there was a Democrat operative admitted that he lied in the Steele document, uh, that the information in there came from people talking and TV coverage and stuff like that, and we... I think we mentioned last time that the FBI offered uh, uh, Steele a million dollars. Mm-hmm. The FBI was so uh, ready to uh, indict Donald Trump. They said, oh, my God, uh, we need to be able to prove this. We'll give you a million dollars. That's how much we want to be able to prove this. He couldn't prove it. And they used the information anyway. Yeah. They went ahead and did it anyway. And guess what? Uh, uh, you know, Jim Comey, who was a, a director earlier, uh, this the whole business uh, with the, uh, uh, of the uh, Justice Department people, and now uh, Chrissy Ray, if he'd come out from behind, under his desk or the secretary's desk or something and do something, my God, how can they How can they be sit silent? I mean, it's almost every day now there's something new that the FBI went behind, you know, they hit, they hid the Hunter Biden thing, the, the laptop business. Uh, I mean, there's just been one, one more scandal after another. And nothing's happened, and I and, and I feel particularly bad because I I've always been a fan of the FBI. I've mentioned that before. I won't dwell on it, but I'm just I mean it's just he's got to go. He's got to go immediately. The whole top third of the hierarchy is obviously in cahoots with I'm I'm not sure who's running this. They put an office in the DNC. Yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. in the Democrat National Committee. Work right next to them. Yeah, to help them. They they let Hillary get away with it, going to her meeting about her, her uh, emails, and they never put her under oath. She had a lawyer there, and and Jim Comey himself. Remember, he said, well, you know, she did some things that were probably illegal or wrong, but no one would ever charge her for it. That's not his obligation or duty or bailiwick to even say that kind of stuff. But they let her get away with it, anyway. Uh, and again, one more. I, I mean, those people have to go. 
the business on the uh, the Haitian whipping business down at the border. One, uh, here's what's so sneaky about that guy Mayorkas, uh, and he's a weasley little pimp. You know, I mean, I I just looking at him. He said, you know, he's a freaking liar. He's the one who says, oh, the border's secure. Um, and isn't it funny that Carmela uh, Shiftless and Lazy, the vice president, went down recently to uh, San Antonio, reason never went to the border, never actually went to where she's supposed to be. This arm, anyway. But you know, here, here's here's what remember Mayorkas is the guy who knew after the whipping incident happened, he got an email that told him, no, 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 all the photographers, everybody said the same thing. They were not whips. They were the long reins. I remember I showed you on my video at the Facebook. They were reins for the horses to guide the horses, to control the horse's vision. I mean, it's like extension of your hand to guide the horse. Uh, there was no whipping. Nobody ever got whipped. It's not true. It looked bad, but it had nothing to do with that. Da, 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 da. He ignored it entirely, but here's how he got away with it. Did you actually hear what he said? No. Here's what he said. These images, these images remind us of a terrible time of racism in this country. So in other words, if you saw what looked like whipping, the image of what you think you saw reminded you of a time in this country where there might have been whipping of racism back 100 years ago. So what he said was accurate. That the image of somebody getting whipped, oh my, that could remind you of the worst uh, time in our country, of the racism in our country. But that's not what happened. Instead of saying the images were bad, but let's remember it never happened and these people acted professionally and responsibly, so don't get the wrong impression. Instead of doing the right thing, he used it to divide the races. And Carmela said, well, you know, they all started talking about lynching and racism and white supremacy. I mean, it, it just flows from each other. Uh, and Michael Brown. Is, it's, it's, sick of it. It's putty tat light. He, he did what putty tat did on Ferguson, Missouri. Hands up, don't shoot. You know, investigating federal crimes and nothing ever. Of course, you know, they were innocent of all this. Uh, and, and that's what started dividing this nation. And now, and this was the second thing when, when Mayorkas now, and he's got to go. I mean, yeah, well, what an, I, I can't believe this guy's the leader of the Department of Homeland Security. My God. Isn't today St. Floyd's birthday? Uh, you know, it might be. It might be. I don't. I don't do well, much on the dead free people. For how long now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hasn't got done any drugs. I don't. He hasn't that. threatened any pregnant women. <laughs> he hasn't stuck a gun in a pregnant woman's belly. He's really turned it around. Yeah, they should have a parade uh, for him. Um, uh, and oh, speaking of uh, duplicity, this is unbelievable. The president who showers with daughter, President Pervert, President Joe Soprano. Uh, the head of the biggest crime family for the last 50 years in America, went to Saudi Arabia begging them to hold off on lowering, uh, on raising the price of oil by, by cutting production. He, he begged the Saudi Arabians to wait to cut their oil production, raising the price of oil, until after the election. Yeah. Let me say it again. He, he, we know this. He deliberately went to the Saudi Arabians and said, okay, guys, uh, wait till after the election to raise the price of oil. And the letter they have sent back to him, uh, which has now been made public, says, we're not going to do this for your political purposes. So the fact, and, and because of that, your president uh, sniffs her hair, says, well, we're going to retaliate in a, in, a, in a serious way. And apparently they're going to be withholding weapons systems from our allies, the Saudi, the Saudi Arabians, uh, to get back at them for not doing what he wanted to have done politically to help the Democrat Party. Uh, does that sound familiar? Quid pro quo. Does that sound like the perfect phone call you to the Ukrainians with Donald Trump? Oh, my God.
Holy crap, he did what they've impeached Donald Trump for. He's doing it right now. Let me ask you, if you're a Saudi Arabian, Jesus. wouldn't you rather have Trump as president? Oh, they're laughing at Biden. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know he was probably better for them. Well, you also know where you stand with him, and you know, I mean, you're going to be on the straight and narrow with him, and you're not going to be dicking around with, goofing around the price of oil to get back at him. I mean, you know, you don't mess with Trump. I mean, the same thing with North Korea and, and Iran and everybody else. They don't mess with Trump. They were Russia didn't mess with Trump. There were Arab countries, Muslim countries, making peace deals with Israel. Yeah, because well, of Donald Trump. Not during Biden. Yeah, who also moved the uh, uh, the Jewish embassy to Jerusalem, where American. it's been. Uh, uh, I mean, American embassy to Jerusalem, where it's supposed to be. Make make Jerusalem the headquarters of. Uh, I mean, oh, and nobody else would do break it. Loose. Yeah. Oh yeah. And every, every president said they wanted to do it for 50 years, and no one did it, until Trump. Did it anyway, but again, uh, he, he's done exactly what Donald Trump did, or actually worse. I mean, Donald Trump did, didn't anything like that. And by the way, remember uh, that President uh, Showers with daughter uh, was also the same guy who threatened Ukraine at withholding million if they didn't drop the investigation yeah. of his son Hunter with a special yeah. investigator. He's on video, and he got away with it. He's on video, bragging about it. Yeah. Well, I told them if you don't get rid of that guy, <laughs> you know, they got rid of him all right bragging about it. I Some breaking news in sports, or I don't know, Pete may already know this. Tom Brady's been fined. Yeah. Oh, for so how for is it the guy that in the nuts he, after the tackle? That we got called for roughing the passer, yeah. but he gets fined by the NFL? Because he's Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, and, you know, and by the way, she apparently is making some comments now. They're, yeah, they're not wearing their wedding rings. And uh, so it's clear that she, you know, she got fed up. She's just, And I don't blame her. I, I take her side on this. I think he's been more than selfish. It's got to be it's got to be hard being the best athlete in the world at your sport for 20 years years and all you have in your life is one thing yeah but if that's all you have and you can't now they say he's a good father you know and yeah. a good husband so I mean, i'm sure that's i'm sure that's true but uh, you know for eight months out of the nine months out of the year i mean it's a whole different thing and why he had to do it again i mean i, I think she got i think she said i just can't take this anymore i, I mean it's got to be can you imagine being a, imagine me like a football coach's wife they're never home i know Never. I mean, they're they're literally they sleep in the on cots in the they're just never around. And the baseball managers fly, traveling all over the country, baseball players, all that stuff. Minor you leaders. know, they're doing it every day. You know, football players play once a week, and only eight games a year do they go out of town. Baseball players are out. You know, anyway. Um, I don't know. I was talking about when I travel with the Falcons, you put your life on hold between August yeah. and January because you would be traveling right. so much. Yeah. And every week there was something every week there was something yeah. you had to do, yeah. places you had to be. Yeah. Um, and back to the uh, quick Biden thing. Isn't it amazing? I saw Nancy Botoxy, who again is going to go to hell when she dies, a black hearted, soulless witch. Uh, she came out with it. I saw her actually saying it. She said, well, I think it's important uh, that we need to uh, secure the border uh, because clearly uh, we don't want it to have an impact on uh, the local communities in the area. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all of a sudden, now she's admitting that the border's not secure but after all this time. But she's actually come out with a Republican platform on, on dealing with the border because it hurts local communities. Well, and now they're going to try to take credit for closing, trying to close the border. Are they doing this because it's November? Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. 
I mean, Nancy Pelosi all of a sudden saying, well, you know, we need to close the border. We well, it's backfiring because, I mean, he got screwed by Saudi and OPEC. That's not going to help him. And then this. What are they going to run on? I mean, I don't know what they could. They're running on Trump. Yeah. Well, not a, a only Trump that, did you see uh, who's going to come and campaign for Stacey Abrams? Who, what's that? Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard she's coming what, into town. Which, which sofa cover she's going to be wearing as a dress? <laughs> Have you seen the things where they put, the, they put her dresses and next is a sofa with the exact same <laughs> pattern? Her, yeah. <laughs> she, she disappeared. It's like Haverty's <laughs> is designing her clothes. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. A couple other things in uh, the, oh, yeah. what do you think about the Parkland School shooting case? The kid who's now 22 you, or 24. Before you get into it. Which one was this? Because I, where's Parkland? Okay, the, Park, the Parkland shooting was in Florida. Florida. Okay. Nicholas Cruz uh, killed 17 people. Parkland Marjorie Stoneman Ele- Douglas Elementary School. I forgot he was still alive. Oh yeah, he's 24. He was uh, 20 at the time. Um, he uh, murdered, he pleaded guilty a year ago to murdering 14 students and three staff members uh, on Valentine's Day. And he said, uh, Cruz said, the killer said he did it on Valentine's Day to make it impossible for Stoneman Douglas students to celebrate the holiday ever again. The deadliest mass shooting that has ever gone to trial in America. Uh, the prosecutor focused on, on Cruz planning for it for eight months. He uh, stalked the halls of the three-story classroom building, firing 140 shots out of his rifle. Uh, and the, uh, his lawyer said, well, you know, his mother drank heavily when she was pregnant with him, so he has fetal spectrum disorder. Uh, and he, the jury could not decide unanimously on death, so they voted uh, life without parole. But the judge makes the formal sentence, and she, I think, still has the possibility of overturning it. But he got life with no parole. He's 24 years old. The only, uh, of course, the families are a lot of them. They're just burst into tears saying, how could you do this? His life is more important than my daughter's, you know, kind of deal. I mean, which is certainly understandable. I, I think it's more of a hell to, to keep him alive well, I was going to say, the, ol- the only saving grace is, that can you imagine he's got to live 60 years getting gang raped, uh, you know, for the first 10 years of his uh, internment and then being led around in somebody's <laughs> pocket and, being, you know, never being able to, you know, he can go outside and exercise for an hour and get to watch TV but that's not much of a life for 60 years. Andy did his best to fight them off. <laughs> yeah, he tried hard, I swear to God. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, I, that may be the worst punishment of all for you spend may, your entire life. probably kill him. Oh, he'll die. He'll get killed. He'll Dahmer him. Yeah, he'll get killed. Jeffrey Dahmer got killed. Was it a broomstick? Did they kill him with a broomstick, I think? they kicked him to death or something like that in I the think bathroom. they beat him with a broomstick, too. Maybe it was also a broomstick. They even used that. But I think there was a broomstick or a... Something like that. Well, he said at one point when they arrested him, he says, I deserve deserve to die. Well, he knew he, the whole time he knew he was evil. Yeah. Uh, One more. um, Oh, let me ask you about this. I'm really kind of troubled about this whole issue. Alex Jones. Alex Jones was a talk show host, and he was on the radio, and for a, and then he was on just the podcast, YouTube right? YouTube, but but he stuff. but he's I mean, he's a, you know the name Alex Jones, a very big social media, but he was a radio talk show host in what te- Dallas or San Antonio or was, uh, Texas, I think. Um, didn't uh, uh, didn't Shannon Burke know him? Yeah, I think so. But I think from from uh, Texas anyway, whatever I think whatever uh, Alex Jones, and he, uh, as you know, a few years ago, he said that the whole uh, 
uh, business about the Sandy Hook. That was the other school shooting. The Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting in Connecticut was uh, was a fake, was a lie. It never happened. Uh, it was 2012. The massacre massacre never happened. They had hired actors to be make the part uh, the plot look real. It was a part of a scheme to take away your guns. Uh, well, a lawsuit filed by the relatives of five children and three educators. Uh, and the FBI agent who was among the first responders sued him. A Texas jury in August awarded $50 million to the parents of one girl against Alex Jones. And now he has been ordered to pay just under a billion dollars for the others in the second biggest judgment against the info host uh, for the lie about the massacre. Now, let me ask you this. You mean to tell me that if you say something that offends the family of a murder victim that they can sue you as part of a thing for a billion dollars? Do you know how many people I've offended over the years? I think there's more to it. I think he was saying things that were not factually correct and he he doubled down on it. But he was still just talking on the... But he, he was, was still, spreading... He was libeling somebody or slandering well, somebody. Well, I don't know. I mean, a billion... Holy I cow. Know. They won't I, see a penny of it. He laughed, supposedly. Holy moly. Now, here's another thing I didn't, I, I'd forgotten about this, actor uh, Cuba Gooding. Yeah. He, <laughs> Show he, me the money. He looks so old. Yeah. Uh, Cuba Gooding has pleaded guilty to a, a one count of harassment in a report of sex abuse that prompted additional accusation, uh, accusations from women all over the country. Cuba Gooding's 54. He won the Academy Award for 97 for the Jerry Maguire portrayal of the, a, of the football player. The Jerry was his agent. Uh, he was char- Cuba Gooding was charged in 2019 with groping and forcibly kissing three women, uh, one of many prominent men whose behavior was exposed by the Me Too movement. Uh, he was sentenced in New York State Court, Cuba Gooding sentenced to time served. Uh, there are two civil suits uh, still pending for uh, Cuba Gooding, apparently was uh, something of a hound. Now, ironically, he was also in the movie Radio. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, God, I, I know. I, I, I remember the movie, but I never saw it. He played a special I, needs student or something yeah. like that. And, he, yeah. and was he like the football he, he, he you mean was, you're thinking of Rudy? That's not you know. No, but he was like the uh, he helped ball with the boy equipment or something like that. The equipment manager yeah. on a football team. Yeah. And I was looking. Yeah, uh, ironically, on this day in 1946, James Robert Radio Kennedy was born in Anderson, South Carolina. I'll be damned. The real one. I'll be damned. I never saw that movie. I never saw it either. Uh, Coming up, the Falwell Pool Boy back in the news. Also, the list of bad cereals. Uh, Was that what you were going to talk about today, too? Cereal killers. Cereal killers. Literally. Uh, Oh, you had the list. The the Chase, I did it Wednesday and I never got to it. (laughs) Uh, The Chase Bank charity scandal. I didn't heard about this. This is really uh, horrible. Also, uh, some more stuff with Pete uh, on sports stuff and uh, and Deshaun Watson. And I don't know what to think about this where all of a sudden one woman is not settling and it makes me wonder if she really should be suing in the first place according to her own testimony Uh, anyway we'll talk about that's coming up here in a second and again you know come on girls Um, first uh, one of our camera show podcast sponsors again we are so grateful for your your patronage I promise you Dead Crow Defense Dead Crow Defense the people who got uh, Flounder his 9mm ammo when nobody else could find it or the price was ridiculous Dead Crow Defense uh 
coming to the rescue. It's not a gun store or an ammo store. It's your personal arms dealer. Uh, all the stuff they have in stock goes out the next day. All the calibers you're trying to find for ammunition. Uh, and it's not just guns and ammo. It's In fact, you should go on the website, deadcrowdefense.com, and just check it out. They have uh, security things and safety gear and, and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. And again, uh, when it's right there, it goes out the next day. No goofing around. Uh, if you want, I'll give me a phone call. If you have if something has come up in a pinch, you want to do something immediately, uh, here's a phone number, area 678 576-9117 or shoot them an email sales at deadcrowdefense.com and they'll reach right out to you and make sure what you need they'll take care of. Uh, don't forget when you go online use the promo code Kimmer K-I-M-M-E-R at checkout for 10% off your first several orders at deadcrowdefense.com <laughs> finding what you need ammo, supplies, gear, guns uh, taking care of business. And again, they're, uh, you know, this is a local company, a bunch of guys right here, and we uh, we couldn't be happier or more grateful for your patronage. Speaking of gun shows. Oh, you got the old, <laughs> I still got, I still got a yeah, little something man. left. Yeah. yeah, a little something. It's not quite like before, but <laughs> I, you, God, I used to, well, never mind. Yeah, you did. You used I to used have to. muscles. Well, not anymore. Um, <laughs> well, I still had a couple, but not, uh, I got like one out of nine. Um, have you heard about the uh, Chase Bank? scandal. No, I have not. I had not heard of, I didn't, I found this this morning, and this uh, to me was very troubling. Apparently, there is a religious freedom nonprofit group called the National Committee for Religious Freedom, NCRF. It's a bipartisan, multi-faith nonprofit formed by a former ambassador to international religious freedom uh, named Sam Brownback. I don't know what that is, but, uh, and he said he went he to- He used to be a politician. I think he was a former uh, ambassador and also a, a Kansas governor. Kansas, he was a yeah. Kansas governor. Uh, he said, we went into a Chase branch in the District of Columbia to open account, no problem. Several weeks later, I went to put another deposit in the account at the Chase Bank. Again, this is a National Committee for Religious Freedom, bipartisan, multi-faith. I went several weeks later to put another deposit in the account, and they said, uh, your account has been canceled. <laughs> we'll be sending your money back to you. Hmm. Uh, he asked the executive director, uh, the executive director asked why the account had been closed and got nothing but Stonewall non-answer. He says, the people said the decision was made at the corporate level. It's secret. We're not going to tell you why, and it's irrevocable. Liberal. We were stunned. Liberal. Uh, he says a Chase employee reached out to the nonprofit and said <clears throat> Chase would reconsider doing business with the nonprofit if it would provide a donor list, a list of political candidates it intends to support, and a full explanation of the criteria by which it would endorse those candidates. Jeez. The Chase Bank demanding that of a nonprofit religious freedom group. Uh, he said he, uh, he, uh, he sent the, the letter he sent to Chase CEO Jamie Dimon demanding answers, and he has yet to hear back from the billionaire businessman who just testified about the importance of religious freedom before Congress. He was on here the other day. How is Dimon still in charge? Jerry, Jamie Dimon, who's been, by the way, has been gone through one scandal after oh another with, you know, the bank too big to fail. Remember all that nonsense? That was, he was there. That was, was him. He was uh, panicking. He was one of the, like, seven guys on the table. 
uh, he, he said, uh, he wrote, we're concerned about religious institutions, houses of worship, and people uh, determ- terminated for no reason at all. So they're launching a social media campaign to protest how the largest bank in the United States treated him. Well, supposedly, Jeez. the reason Kanye went off on the Jews so much <laughs> yeah. is that he had just been either turned down or they, they took his money away. Uh, a bank had taken his money away, and that's why he went off. Jesus. I, I mean, <sighs> anyway, I mean, that's just, uh, how, how do you get away with that? I mean, well, because they gotta, run everything. <clears throat> but there's got to be a lot. They I mean, destroyed well, the economy they, and got a, away with I it. I know. And this is just like the ESG business, and, you know, it's a private company, so I guess they can not take your money if they don't want to. Hey, Obama was elected partly to clean up Wall Street because they had destroyed yeah. the economy, and the sumbitch w- hired more of them than any other president yeah. ever hired from Wall Street. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the... Uh, Famous Miami pool boy behind the Jerry Falwell Jr. scandal has now got a new movie. What? Uh, remember, Jerry Falwell Jr. was a president of Liberty University, and his wife Becky and he were named uh, in a, a severe scandal uh, two years ago when Giancarlo Granda, uh, a, a business partner with young Jerry Falwell, said he had a years-long relationship sexually with Becky, the wife, and that Jerry Falwell Jr. would participate watching. <laughs> that he loved to watch and take movies of another man having sex with his wife, Becky. Granda worked as a pool boy at the Fountain Blue in Miami Beach in 2012, <laughs> and their new Hulu documentary, <laughs> God Forbid, the Sex Scandal That Brought Down a Dynasty, is coming out. He didn't know who the Falwells were. Becky started uh, flirting with him. Uh, and so he took her up on it, and apparently he was a 20-year-old college student at the time. Uh, Becky approached <laughs> me, invited me back to their hotel Chicken room bow. to have sex while Chicken Jerry bow. watched. Chicken After bow. that night, Becky actively pursued me. I said I was afraid for a long time, was constantly reminded by the Falwells of how they would come after him if he spoke up about what happened. He said they live a lavish lifestyle of heavy drinking and going to nightclubs, which is strictly <laughs> prohibited by the honor code, the expected Liberty University. Anyway, there's now a movie out about this, and Falwell Jr., of course, he left, they got rid of him, but again, I mean, who'd have thunk it that, you know... Oh, come on. Well... All those people that get higher than Bless me, Lord, for I have sick... Which is where I got that from Jerry Sr. actually saying that. All those ones with their egos that get up there, I I guarantee you Osteen's into some stuff, too. Yeah. That guy and his wife... Yeah, he's... uh, Or he's fake and plastic. That's right. We're here for you now. They say some stuff that... Uh, it's completely refuted yeah, by know. the Bible. Let's just put it that I way. Know. Um, let's see. I was gonna. I'll, I'll do the thing on the bad cereal. It, it, uh, Pete sends me stuff every morning of what things he wants to talk about, uh, and it was one of them was something about cereal. And I and I sent back to him earlier this week. I came across this story of a listing of of uh, seven cereals that do not qualify as healthy and pretend they are. And I think that was the same thing. Did you come across that same yeah, thing? Yeah, the F. Was it F? Uh, uh, the, the FDA, FDA updated nutritional facts and dietary guidelines, and so now they've come out. In order to get the healthy stamp, you have to have uh, whole grains, uh, three-fourths of an ounce of whole grain, and no more than one gram of saturated fat, stuff like that. They have to have stuff in there. So these following uh, uh, famous cereals are now qualified as not healthy. 
Okay, these are not healthy cereals. Raisin Bran, Honey Nut Cheerios, Corn Flakes, Honey Bunches of Oats, Honey Roasted Honey Bunches, Frosted Mini Wheats, Life Cereal, and Special K. How could Life and Special K, which tastes like asbestos, not be healthy? (laughs) <laughs> and I don't eat. I don't eat. I don't eat cereal. I'd have in grape nuts is gravel and twigs. <laughs> yes, sticks. And now which? Now the thing is, raisin bran. There's Post and Kellogg. Yeah, I don't. I so don't which? Know. The one I like the one with the. I like the raisin nut bran. It has a little. Uh, there's one sugar coated raisins. Great right. grains that has almond cranberry. And, and yeah, and it's, it's a little oh, no, too it's, nutty no, it's, for me. No, it's not. No, I it's, like it's, sweet it's, stuff. Sha- it's shaved almonds. Yeah, so you I, barely, I, I know what you mean. It's fantastic. It really yeah, is great. I'd have to add a lot of sugar, though. No, you don't need to add sugar. Yeah, it's not sour like cranberry. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's I'm not. Sorry, it's yeah. sweet. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm not. Uh, you bring, where, I'll bring a bag in. It's bring great. A bag I'll bring you a bag in, and you can use it. It's, okay. it's like raisin brand, except it's cranberries, but they're not sour. Yeah. Well, I like the the, the raisin nut brand has the raisins, but they're coated in in like a sugar, sugar. thing. Yeah. They're not just raisins. They're actually coated, and they have nuts in there too. And I like the nuts with the coated sugar raisins. That you cut up strawberries and put it in. Well, you better. can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, all right. Uh, one more um, kind of a uh, grocery thing. CVS Pharmacy CBS. has now uh, uh, trying to take on the issue of what's called uh, period poverty and the pink tax. Do you know what that is? Nope, I do not. <clears throat> a CVS health survey showed that 45% of menstruating women are regularly concerned about how they will afford tampons and sanitary pads because of the economy. CVS is going to lower its prices on its period products by 25%. And I love this line, period. In addition to the lower prices, the company will absorb the sales taxes on menstrual products. Purchase at stores in Georgia will absorb them right in there, Willie. Uh, women have known for some time that products marketed just to women are more expensive than those marketed just to men. It's called the pink tax. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are they advertising this, or are they just going to try to slip it in? <laughs> oh, hey! Uh, they're working to ensure equity in the pricing for men's and women's comparable products like razors and shaving cream. So, in other words, I guess you're going to lower the prices of the women's stuff and jack up the prices of the men's stuff. Jack, anyway. jack up? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the new uh, 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 pink tax of the thing there. Uh, holy crap of sports, you've already done it. A couple things I want to mention to you. Oh, first of all, the other night, in fact, last night, was last night, last night. I watched the uh, top 10 ESPN top 10 plays. The number two top 10 play was Dansby Swanson over the shoulder, uh, you know, over the shoulder behind him uh-huh. falling into the uh, short outfield. And the number one play was Riley right. making his catch off the uh, the padding stuff. So the number one and two catches were both Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Um, also tonight, the game in Philadelphia, this afternoon game, actually, yeah. 4 o'clock as we speak. Um, uh, thoughts on whether they're going to get a rowdy, of course, Philadelphia oh, could go. Oh, they'll be nuts. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. Uh, and, and again, uh, Strider's going to pitch, and I'm, I'm excited about it. And if he only 
goes two, three, four innings, that's well, better you, than you it if he had. I mean, he hasn't pitched since September 18th. You don't know what you're going to get. Well, yeah, the problem, the guy, you know, power pitchers, he'll probably still have the strength, but whether the ball's going to move or not is the issue, I think. They say that when you're too rested, you, you lose whatever it is, that, that little teeny little no, something. That's, that's for sinker ballers and, and guys who don't throw hard. Throwing yeah. harder, that, that's no big deal. Well, but again, you know, these guys are throwing hard and it's moving. I mean, when right. they slow down the, these these 100 mile an hour, jeez, I'm how worried about it hurting himself again. Yeah, I, I agree too. But I hope that they'll that they'll be honest with the with the manager and striker uh, Strider will say, you know, okay, I I I have got I hit my limit. I don't know, whatever. And he'll be nervous. <laughs> He's never pitched in something like that before. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be interesting. Uh, uh, two things uh, that I want to make. I run down here in terms of uh, what's going on here. Uh, Baseball Digest has named Aaron Judge Major League Player of the Year. Uh, 62 home runs. He beat out two-way star Shohei Otani of the Angels, last oh. year's winner and reigning AL MVP. That's wrong. That's wrong. That, that Player of the Year should be Shohei. MVP should be Judge. I think I agree with on that one. Uh, Miami Marlins ace Sandy Alcantara was Pitcher of the Year. Yeah. Mets closer Edwin Diaz, the ace, voted top reliever. Yeah. Uh, judge, 18 first-place votes. Uh, the other four-place first-base votes went to Otani. Uh, first baseman Paul Goldschmidt finished third. Um, and a uh, big there. Anyway, so uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, the uh, sport we showed, you talked the other day about the sport, the uh, f- uh, bass fishermen guys who got caught putting steel pellets in the fish. Yeah. They've been now uh, arrested in a cheating scandal for felonies. Because, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, you can get a, like a $50,000 bass boat and a $100,000 prize and stuff. Well, not only so that, I mean, they were returning champions, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, so, so they've been doing this yeah. forever. Apparently, so but they, could they backpedal and sue him for additional? Well, I, oh, I'm sure the uh, tourna- any tournament director well, would sue him for the well, winnings. They could do that, but it would be just a, yeah, a fishing hard, expedition. Just well, no, it's a fishing. No. <laughs> you're just fishing, Your Honor. I, oh, sorry. Now, well, they're on the hook for a lot. Uh, oh, hook me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna try and bait them into more trouble. Baiting the people, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, one more thing here in the wet. sports, uh, and I think this is. Tell me if you don't think this. What's the matter? Uh, tell Mark me if you don't said think in regards to the CVS talk. CVS, the new schooner tuna. Schooner. Oh, schooner tuna. Schooner tuna. <laughs> <laughs> now. Um, uh, do you want to mention one of our other sponsors? Do you have one more to go? Uh, sure. My God, I just mentioned, literally brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com of Sonoya, Georgia. Eric and the gang down there. Custom shirts, hats, signs, promotional items. The big thing, no minimum order, one or 1,000. They don't care. They'll do yeah. it for you. No setup fees. Yeah. And now with laser yeah. engraving. They'll show you the laser engraver. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but just go down there for, you know, Holy Crab Sports T-shirts, Kimmer Show T-shirts, all you want, Shannon Burke T-shirts. And if you got a picture, they'll put it on the T-shirt for you. Business Hats, cards. gloves, scarves, clothing. I mean, think of something, whatever you want, they can do it. They'll and again, it. you can get one. You don't need 50. That's right. I'll see. FarmhousePrintingGo.com. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Uh, all right, now tell me whether something, this struck me as a little fishy. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the uh, what's that? Going back to no, a lot of you. fish stories. Uh, Deshaun does. Watson, the uh, suspended Browns quarterback, who has been charged more than twenty times or accused more than uh, by more than two dozen women of uh, pressuring them into giving him sexual pleasures while he was getting massages. He apparently gets the the the, the, the scandal is that it, it's a massage thing where he gets on a massage table and wants you to do special stuff. You know the happy ending. <laughs> okay, now one woman. Almost everybody has settled. If there's one woman not connected to the other 24 lawsuits filed against him, 23 of which were settled, now there's another woman, a new woman, who has filed a civil lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, accusing him of pressuring her into performing a sex act while she was giving him a massage. Uh, the woman claims that Watson reached out to set up an appointment via Instagram. As a small business owner, she was actively trying to grow her business and expand her client base, so she, of course she went. Uh, per the report, Watson allegedly tried to have sex with the woman. When he was rebuffed, he was able, quote, to pressure her into oral sex before paying her $300. Her normal rate is 115 uh, one of the lawyers filing the lawsuit said the woman accusing Watson of the misconduct has been struggling with everything. It's taken her some time to come forward. She's doing it for herself and other women who may have been victimized by Deshaun Watson. Uh, the lawyer says the woman knows that by speaking out, she's going to have to deal with the hard conversations and is seeking a just and expeditious outcome and minimal compensatory damages. Now, here's the thing. She said Deshaun Watson pressured her into having or giving him oral sex. Uh, what do you mean pressured her? Would the $300 would be the pressure? If he, using his girl, he's a big dude. Yeah. If he pressured her by physically if threatening he, her, if he threat that's sexual assault. Yeah. It's, then it's, charge him it's on rape. that. Yeah. Yeah, rape, kind of. Yeah, it, it is rape. If you were if you were yeah. afraid for your life that he was going to, you know, unless you gave in, yeah. I mean, that's rape. That's, you know, that's that's more than date rape. It's, you know, it's the next thing above date rape, because at least the date rape, you knew each other and you might have been. I, I, I love that. to say, well, you know, I, we didn't have sex. We just had oral sex. That's sex, Bill yeah, Clinton. It's sex, you idiot. But but again, what kills me is, first of all, uh, lady, if you were pressured into it, 
with a three hundred dollar offer for the thing that you know that's why didn't you I, run outside as soon yeah. and run you outside and say said, he raped me? You already said no. How could he therefore then pressure you into going, well, I'll do that? Unless he's now, see, physically threatening yeah, her. But it never said that. I know, it, it, it doesn't. It was never in the lawsuit of any kind right. of, 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 you know, anything about violence or threats or intimidation or anything. And she took the so money and she me, took more money and she waited. She turned him down. That was the end of it. And then he said, well, how about a brand frown? And she did it. I know. Well, you already said no, then you really didn't mean no. And I went, well, oh, I didn't really mean no. But anyway, so I just, the whole thing is just really weird to me. And she's going to be in trouble. She, she's going to say, no, well, you told him no, but then you changed your mind? They'll pay her off. Well, yeah, but but again, but she doesn't want to be paid off. Apparently, she wants to no, go and speak money. up. Well, but again, you know, although the defense lawyer has to say, well, let me get this straight. You said no, and then you changed your mind? Well, they, what they'll do is that if she's a small woman, they'll put her yeah, next to him. Well, you didn't tell the police you were afraid of him. You know. didn't say anything about that. I, anyway, I can't argue. I, but I'm just, it's just the whole thing. I mean, again, ladies, you have the right to say no. And if he does something, you know, scratch his cops. face out. Yeah, go to the cops. Yeah, get his, his skin, get his face, his face uh, to skin under your fingernails. I mean, seriously, and it's over. That's the ball game. Or bite it off. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That wouldn't happen. No, I'll tell you what. If he tells his friends, you know. Well, they, do you have any uh, proof of this? <laughs> yeah, look at my uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> empty space here. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Uh, okay, how are we doing? Are we doing all right over here? <laughs> Running a little long. i got to get to watch the ball game. Uh, some birthdays of note today. Usher. His actual name is Raymond Usher. Or Usher Raymond, one of the two. Uh, he's 44 today. And I like his song, uh, DJ God is Falling in Love. I love that song. No, I don't. Uh, my black music friends. And also, uh, my other favorite black song is uh, Nelly, uh, Just a Dream. Black song. Should have bought that ring, uh, fingers through her hair, my, my shawty, my wife. I love Where that. Where do you hear song. this shit? Well, I don't know. I just drive around hearing things. <clears throat> I go to the clubs at night on weekends, and nobody's after midnight. I go into, I'm the only white guy in, uh, you know, Boo Boo Ray Ray's down there by Boom. the river. We're the only white people <laughs> here. <laughs> Do you mind if we dance with your dates? Why, no. No, I know. And he puts it in. Um, Natalie Maines uh, of the uh, Disgraceful Chicks uh, is 48. The Natalie, the uh, Disgraceful Chicks are the top selling all female band. That's weird. Bangles? Isn't it? Better than the Bangles? Yes. Top selling. Uh, Joe Girardi is 59 today. Yeah. Is he still uh, uh, managing? The, was it the Mets? No, no he's gone. Right? fired him. Oh, that's right. The Phillies fired him. Uh, John Dean. The man who warned about the cancer on the White House, on the presidency, John Dean is 85 today. Well, he did the right. He came. He did the right thing. He's been an asshole since, though. Well, that's probably true. Uh, but I felt bad for him and a, a beautiful little wife. Oh, Mo. Little, little, oh, God. Mo Dean. Oh. Mm, with the blonde hair pulled oh, back. please, and... a classy, you know, talk about, you know, mm. she should have been on the cover of, a, you know, a classy magazine or something. Yeah. Oh, classy. Ma- you, you gonna, is that the new one you're going to subscribe yeah. to? Classy, <laughs> along classy with, magazine. Along with dirty babes. <laughs> uh, Ralph Lauren is either 84 or 83. Or dead. Uh, Lori Petty. Remember her blonde chick? Yeah. She was in Orange is a New Black. Uh, Lolly. No, she, and she was in League of Their Own. League of Their Own and Tank Girl, which Tank killed her girl. career. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. Uh, Lori Petty is 59. Uh, Isaac Mizrahi, the fashion designer and the judge of the Project One people, he's 61. 
let's see. Uh, just a couple of music things. Uh, Flounder, if you would, sir, if you could get that song that I had asked you to. Uh, he's got it here shortly. Just hold on a second. Cowsill. <laughs> Warning, dun, warning. Dun, dun. Wake up, little Susie story coming. <laughs> <laughs> the Everly Brothers had their first number one hit, even though radio stations all over America refused to play the song Wake Up, Little Susie because the lyrics were way too suggestive for 1950s America. They fell asleep at the drive-in, and now their reputation is shot. Ruined. And it, it would be. It would, yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how my boy, wow. I mean, really, it, 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 that was 57. By 77, 20 years later, when I was in high school, the way you could ruin a, ruin a girl's reputation is to claim she pulled a train. That's how it had advanced in 20 years. <laughs> pulled a she train? Pulled, yeah, one of the cheerleaders was accused of pulling a train with a football team. Wow. Uh, for those of you who don't know what pulling a train means, <laughs> you're going to have to Google that one. I, uh, we don't want to. <laughs> chug it, chug it, chug it. All chug. aboard. <laughs> now, is that a railroad thing? Is that a, all the live long day? or <laughs> Caboose? Uh, in uh, 2007, the uh, BET Hip Hop Gala was here in Atlanta in 2007, and one of the stars was the rapper T.I. He was going to perform and collect two awards. Awards, but oopsie, the gendarmes arrested the 27-year-old rapper T.I. in a car park right before the show, charging him with collecting machine guns and silencers bought for him by his bodyguard. At the show, the award for CD of the Year was accepted by rapper uh, Common, who won it with him jointly in 2007. Uh, 1969, police in New Jersey issue an arrest warrant for Frank Sinatra, who's really Johnny Fontaine, and he's getting that movie, uh, for Mob Links in 1967. I kind of have a vague memory of that. It was kind of a yeah. scandal that they went after Sinatra, and nothing ever really happened that I recall, but that's when they started talking about how his mother was a back-alley abortionist. Did you know Something that? Something like that, yeah. I mean, that's when that... I mean, very, in 1967, that was... Uh, uh, that or 69, uh, 69. That was uh, at that time when I remember those those things were coming. Funny out. how those stories disappeared. Yeah, I'll be damned. Uh, never to be seen again in the uh, cement overshoes. Uh, well, we'll see them in Lake Mead. Yeah, one they'll of be these back days. when it dries up in <laughs> Vegas, <laughs> Nevada. Uh, Nineteen seventy-two. Michael Jackson had his first number one solo hit. Who? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Nineteen seventy-two. Solo first solo hit. Not ABC. No, that was with Jack uh, ben? Uh, ben. Was it Ben? Ben the Rat music, yeah, from the movie. <laughs> that was from the Will. That was a sequel to Willard, yeah, which was a movie the about rat. a guy who had rats. Rats in his basement. That he killed people yeah. with. Yeah. Well, they were in his basement. They were living there, and then they, he, they sicked him on the people who were doing I forgot what and happened to him. I think they did a remake with Crispin Glover a few years ago. I think so. I don't know. Uh, that was 1972. In uh, 2004, France took away Eric Clapton's driver's license <laughs> and fined him $800 for driving his Porsche 911 Sorry. Turbo 134 miles an hour. That's all? <laughs> and then he posed for pictures with the cops and drove off in the Porsche yeah. with his secretary, of course, behind the wheel. Yeah, secretary. Uh, uh, <laughs> drove off in the Porsche. So he's going 134. 134. Was, was he just too slow? 
slow in the couldn't get lane. it out of fourth. Yeah, people get, couldn't get it get around him. Or? Uh, in, in 1878, Thomas Alva Edison files his first patent for improvement in electric lights, and the first successful test lasted 13 and a half hours for a light bulb. Um, uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, he laid, oh, I, I had, oh my God, this is funny. I had my finger one letter over on the typewriter. Yeah. So I wrote, Gee, Cater, Cacact, Tagee, Experiment. <laughs> oh, he later said the experiment was a failure because the light wasn't strong enough to scald the fur off of kittens, which is why he designed it in the first place. That's what it was. <laughs> 19, <coughs> excuse me, 1940. <coughs> so sorry. 1944, the Desert Fox, Erwin Rommel, is given a choice. Face a public trial for treason as a co-conspirator in the plot to assassinate Hitler or take cyanide. He took the pill. Now, well, I always heard that he went to the side of the road by his hometown, and the tree is still there, supposedly, and shot himself. I guess maybe he took, just took cyanide. He took the pill, and this was the day he actually did, he died. There's a plaque there by this tree outside this little town that well, shows I'm, where he I, died. You know, I, all I know is he, they say he took the pill, but he I don't, maybe did. he took it there. Maybe they let yeah, him. Yeah, that's where he did it. Yeah. Uh, 1947. I'll bet that. I'll bet that's what it was. Uh, 1947. World War II fighter ace Chucky Yeager breaks the sound barrier, flying faster than the boom that followed the broken sound barrier record. They all thought he would explode at the yeah. time. By the way, Who they knew really what do. Happen? Nobody knew. Nobody had ever done it. And they were afraid that the air pockets of the suction of the whatever would explode the plane. And they heard the boom and thought, oh, my God, the man's dead. I mean, they literally heard the boom and thought, oh, crap, he exploded. Now, he didn't hear the boom, did he? I don't think he heard the boom. Because you no, can't. No, because it's behind him. He never heard it. He, out, he outflew the boom. Uh, they all thought he was explode. A total ballsy guy. What? A, yeah. I mean, ever read what his a, book? Oh, the right. Read his book. Oh, my God. And the right stuff? Yeah. Oh, oh. And, well, his X-1 rocket plane was lifted to 25,000 feet by a B-29 bomber and then released through the bomb bay uh, at Mach 1. 1.07 is when he did it. He was at the bar in the Right Stuff movie. He was actually one of the members at the bar drinking, Sam wearing a funny Shepherd. hat. Sam Shepard played him. But And, and I, read his, I read the uh, 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 Chuck Yeager's book years and years ago. I, I can't remember the title. Uh, but I remembered he talked about being a, an ace fighter. One was because of his eyesight. He could spot a plane so far away that they before they ever spotted him and he could get to a position where they would never see him. Yeah, Ted Williams. Like, yeah, yeah. Ted Williams was a, was a, was a jock fighter ace. And, he, and look at all Ted Williams did and also fought in the war. Two wars. Two wars. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of uh, that, in 1962, an American U-2 spy plane at high altitude captures pictures of the Soviet-made medium-range missile sites in Cuba capable of carrying nuclear warheads the lousy 90 miles to uh, Miami, the closest we are, the Ruskies came to nuclear war, until President Gotti, Joe Gotti, uh, I'm sorry, Joe, I mentioned Gotti, uh, as uh, Mr. Hair Sniffer has taken over. Uh, 1952, so many cars on the road after World War II, small towns are making a bundle with a new phenomenon using the newfangled radar and cameras to catch drivers when the speed limit suddenly changes in small town America in 1952. Yep, the test cases are now in court on the legality of speed traps. Yeah, I've been caught in one. You've been caught in one? Yeah, there's one down by Griffin that caught me. Yeah, I caught uh, go, my, uh, my final wife and I were going to Hilton Head 
and we were it was three o'clock in the morning we're driving her to get there early and all of a sudden we see the lights turn on in this forest and it was where the speed limit in the trees changed from 45 to 35. can't see it yeah And they got me. And I remember in uh, 1973, I think it was, uh, when I was covering the Capitol here in Atlanta, uh, and Jimmy Carter held a hearing, and I covered it for the radio station, uh, and he was uh, clamping down on a, on a speed trap where the, the mayor, poor mayor, he was an old guy with false teeth, and he was scared to death, and he, I mean, he was shaken, and he was like 80 years old, and, and they're just, you know, he was just in a little old town. I forgot where it was. Uh, it was a famous speed trap, though, a very famous speed trap, and finally Carter called him in for a hearing in the, in the governor's office, uh, testifying about it and it turns out that his the cop cars had little teeny writings at the state police you know <laughs> avondale remember avondale estates yeah, avondale estates. Famous for that yeah and my girlfriend at the time got caught and so we went to court that day and she was like the fifth or sixth one and i swear every, it was the same cop <laughs> and every time that he got up on the stand uh he, he started up he goes well officer well can you describe for the situation and here's what he said every time well, sir, I was stationed behind the Sitgo station. <laughs> and that's where he sat. Yeah. And he called people well, coming sure. through at Avondale. Absolutely. <laughs> I was sitting in the Sitgo station. <laughs> well, I, re- I remember that this uh, poor mayor uh, was just scared to death. Uh, and apparently they had little teeny little things like this, and they were making a fortune, but no, I don't know. Anyway, the poor bastard. Um, let's see. Um, uh, uh, 1926. A, a British writer, A.A. A. Milne, creates a teddy bear named Winnie the Pooh who lives in Ashdown Forest, and the short stories follow his adventures in the woods with Piglet, Owl, Rabbit, and Eeyore. Father, I've been there. My brother and I went to... Uh, Did you? The, there's... Yeah, you can actually go to the wood, the Hundred Acre Woods. It's there in the little bridge where they played poo sticks is there. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, in uh, Midland, Texas, 18, uh, 1987. Midland, Texas, 87. 18-month-old Jessica McClure falls down an abandoned well. The nation watched and listened as it took 58 hours, two and a half days, to pull her up. And to this day, she has no memory of any of it. When she was down there, people, it was one of the first cases that I remember of uh, people doing a fundraising campaign for the poor little girl in the well, and they raised a million dollars for her while they're trying to drag her up out of that well. Two and a half days, and she has no memory of Good. anything whatsoever. Good. Thank God. So anyway, all right, boys, uh, that's uh, pretty much all. I what are you doing about. next year? Oh, I'm sorry, one oh. more. Compare this to our current president. I'm sorry, one more. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Compare this to our current president. 1912. Theodore Roosevelt giving a speech in Milwaukee when a would-be assassin named William Shrink shot him in the chest. The Rough Rider, Teddy Roosevelt, kept on and did the speech. Stayed there and gave the speech while it, they arrested the guy. His speech saved him. It, it shot him. He had uh, the papers enough were enough. To, he still it, got shot in the chest, but the it lawn. saved him. Yeah. It didn't kill him. But can you imagine the balls on the guy? It almost killed him. He had to yeah. re- recuperate for a yeah. long time. But he stayed there there. to finish the speech finish after the getting speech. shot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what are you doing one year from today? I'm going to be with you guys doing a uh, or. <laughs> you know what we're going to be doing? We're going to be outside because it's going to be a, an annular eclipse of the moon. It will pass in front of the sun. So next year on this well, date. Well, that would be a solar eclipse then. But it's saying here it's an annular eclipse is when the moon passes in front of the sun and makes the sun appear as a ring of fire in the sky. Oh, well, then what's the one? Where, like what's this. the other solar eclipse? Well, what, what happens That's the one, the one with solar your, eclipse? That's the one with Uranus. 
Oh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> All right. The small Peruvian town of Santo Tomas celebrates Takanakui Day every December 25th. This is Christmas Day. I okay? did not know that. Men, women, and children settled their grudges that's built up over the years by fighting in the town square. <laughs> when everybody goes drinking together and start the new year with a clean slate. It's like Festivus. Yeah. Uh, strength, <laughs> a feast of strength and the fighting annual arm wrestling. <laughs> okay, you didn't mention the cow sills earlier. I did, and I will again. Tim Andrews, good friend of the show, yeah. on the uh, Eric Von Hessler show on yeah. WSB, he said he interviewed Paul Cowsill. Uh, oh, no the kidding. other day, yeah. and they just released a new record called Rhythm of the World, which is supposedly <coughs> pretty good. I'll be damned. I didn't know. Isn't that, wasn't that, uh, what's your name? The, the Cow Sills, the Rain in the Park, and other things. Very famous. I back know what you're talking about. And there's a local bakery here that put up a list and says, if you want to know why our prices have gone up, because that's what everybody's asking them. Yeah. When uh, Biden took office January 21, flour was 12 bucks. It is now, and this is as, as of July, and we're in October. As of July, it's almost 29, 12 yeah. to 29. Yeah. Sugar went from 25 to 34. Uh, shortening went from 41 to 87. That's double. Yeah. Yeast, 45 to 63. Eggs, 40 to 92. More than double. Salt, 40 to, uh, uh, salt went from $10 to $14 because salt you can get it anywhere. Rainbow sprinkles went from $56 to $86. It's, here we are. And, 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 and uh, President Charles, your daughter, is still saying, well, there's a, a slight chance of a small recession. I know. He just said that yesterday. Not only that, he said, name another president that's done more in two years than me. <laughs> to destroy the country? Yeah. Nobody I can think of. <laughs> I finished the sentence. Done more than me to what? By the way, and Monday. By the way, it's more than I. <laughs> Sorry. Monday is National Slap Your Annoying He co- didn't even know how to, how to say it. Biden wouldn't even be able to know how to say more than I have. It's more than, not more than me. It's more than I. More than I have done. Who's done more than I have done? Sorry. This is perfect. Because Monday is National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. <laughs> I'm a grammarian, Let damn me it. tell you. I'm if a you're not, guy. If you're not sure who that annoying coworker is, <laughs> it's you. You better call in sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you don't know who the worst gambler is at the table, is a sucker, you're in, and that's yeah. me. And finally, one last word of advice yes. from Darlene. If you love someone, set them free. Set them free, yes. If they come back, yeah. it means nobody else liked them, yeah, set so. them free. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing. Yes. I'll pull one of you do. here. Yeah. Reggie points out, I love it when dogs try to help, but the task at hand requires zero dogs. <laughs> so they just kind of stand in front of you and look serious. I don't know how many times yeah, I've had a, dogs. No, they just help. It's in case you need them. They're like, get out of my way. <laughs> but you need me here. We never played the Bill Burr thing. You want to save it <laughs> oh, or play we'll it? save it for Friday. We'll save it for Save it next week? All right. Yeah, we'll do one fun. Bill Burr a week. Okay. How about we do yeah, that? All right, it's time for bad text. Bad text, bad text. Oh, The cat is now ordering things with your credit card. (laughs) Don't forget to leave the window blinds up so I can see them when we come in. I thought you were going to say something else there. Oh, hey. Uh, Okay, I know which one we're going to do today. Uh, We're going to do the one about pancakes. That you said. Where? Is he coming in? He's right there. Hi, kitty cat. He just literally saw Kim already. Ah, he bolted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he'll get there. He'll get there. 
I hope. I hope he did. Yeah, well, yeah. well, they say the cat absorbs the negativity in a house. If you have negative vibes, the cat will absorb it, and when it sleeps, it releases them. But in a cat, if you have a guest come over, and a cat comes to you and hovers around you, your feet or your lap. Yeah. He's just scared of the guest. It means means he's warning you about the guest. He's protecting you. Trying to guard you, yeah. Guard cats. Hey, I believe it. All right. All right, the pancake one. You ready? Let me pull it out. Excuse me? She said. Oh, hey, (laughs) that's what she said. It's a lovely couple at a table at a restaurant, and the waiter has just come up, and the the man has a question for the waiter. All right, sir. So are you the waiter or are you the, the gentleman caller? I will be... Me. <laughs> only have two hours. To get this <laughs> you be the waiter. <laughs> I'll be okay. So you will go first. Yes. Okay. We're in a hurry. Will the pancakes be long? No, sir. Round. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the waiter comes up to the table and the guy says, uh, tell me, how do you prepare your chicken? says, well, we just tell them they're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great uh, weekend playing high school. I mean, college football, obviously. Uh, and, and, and baseball. And, I mean, what a, yeah, so football, beautiful. baseball is a great time of year for this. It's almost as much fun as when the playoffs all hit the same time. And the time. shame is, this is the perfect weather to go out and walk yeah, and kayak and have a good time yeah. and there's just so and much going on, on TV. well that's why they have recording DVR devices uh, Flounder are you going to be with your dad maybe we'll go hit some balls this yeah, week yeah hopefully some Sunday point? and then Saturday I'm going to hang out with my dad and, and at some point I'll get Danny McLefty and we'll go uh, actually play hit around oh my god <laughs> alright boys hoorah separate that better fight. be filmed I gotta go you're killing me <laughs> hoorah look out and herp <sighs> thank you The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.